Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode number 793. That's seven away from the big 800th episode celebration oh. of Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running pro wrestling podcast in history of whatever. Um, I am Joe Negron, along with Mr. Meet and Larry. Hey, Joe. Hello. Wrestling sucked. Next week so is going to be like a packed show with SummerSlam and everything else, but... This week, oh my god! You know, I you know what's sad? I actually uh, now Raw was terrible, but I I semi enjoyed SmackDown like half of it, I would say. And then I would say I liked all of AEW, and then let's just give our rate rankings right now, and then we don't have to do the show. Is that how that works? Is that how it works? Could you don't understand? We make the rules. For I know. Some reason, well, no, I do understand. You know how I know we make the rules. I know. You know how we, I know we make the rules because when football heads on, we don't have to do a show of, about NXT. God, I hope he gets the. I hope he gets the women's tag team titles. <laughs> and yeah, floats to every show. Yes, that'd be amazing. It could work. Uh, welcome to the program, everyone. This is the Go Home Show to SummerSlam. You'll never see it coming. Well, we'll tell you fi- five different ways that you will see it coming because, boy, oh, boy, WWE loves <laughs> showing their hand and they have already scratched their butt with it. So it stinks really bad. Well, also, I, is that a good analogy? <laughs> does it count if you it's don't disgusting. want to see it? Um, never see it coming that's a good you point. You're actively that's, trying to avoid it. That's true. Hmm. I would. I would, too, if I could. But we can't. So we're going to watch SummerSlam this weekend. Um, and it really is this weekend, even though last week they said it was a week from, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, we're, we'll talk about all that crap and more. And um, there's some stupid news. Oh, my God. Some, wow. Idiot Award goes to... Oh, Horrible Criminal Award goes to. Oh, my God. Okay, so we'll read this news in a minute. Um, but first, we want to say uh, thank you to our patrons, to our extra subscribers, to our to our anyone who helps support the show. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And if you're listening to the show for free for the last 15 years, did you know that you could actually contribute and help help us exist? Did you know? Question mark. So you go to smartwrestlingfan.com and click on stuff. Get the free show, get the paid show, get the other show, get the thing show, big show. Big show's not on there because he's horrible. Bottom of the page, PayPal link. You can go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. Um, I mean, that link's also on smartwrestlingfan.com. But the point is, you can go there and become a patron of the show. I have so many cool goodies to give away in crate baskets. Um, for the next few months now, I, I, I have some amazing choice stuff right now. So... Now is the time to sign up and get choice. yourself a, a crate basket. Yeah, it is choice. choice. I'll, I got to show you some of this stuff. Larry. It's really good stuff. So choice. If you, yes. If you, <laughs> choice. Choice. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's choice. Uh, so, yeah, just do all those things. Help us out if you can. And, um, you know, also, if you're craving this summer, you're craving a video game podcast, the best one that I found in, in the, on the earth and on, in the world, in the universe, is Conga Bluey's Hyperspace Pizza Arcade. It's going to blow your mind. So 
you want to go get that. It's free on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and Podbean and even on a Patreon page. It's free on there and then you could help support them too. So, but, but yeah, there you go. That's it. Crikey. Mm-hmm. That's it, Crikey. So, Larry, wrestling, huh? Wrestling has me depressed. Oh and it's God. not the usual, it's so depressing. bad depressed. Wow, Raw was rough. Raw was hard to watch because it had glimpses of hope speckled in, of course, as usual, a turd. And that's not good enough. And it was three hours of just, like, oh. it felt like it was never going to be over. It just every I, hour that went by, it was like, oh my God, how are we only this far? I was sure it was over. Sure. Okay, and 30 minutes left. And they started out with the retribution stuff. Excuse me. And um, why did I say excuse me like I burped when I opened the drink? Your can burped. <laughs> um, Pavlov, uh, Pavlovian response. Um, the can did burp. Thank you for that. I was going to say that, but that sounded fake. Um, but yeah, spoilers here. Then we wait all through Raw for more. There's no more. That was it. The beginning. What happened at the beginning of Raw, that was the end of it. Oh, no. Oh, no is right. Wow. Let's let's get moving. Give me okay. some news. And I'm going to give you some let's news. Let's just get moving. We're going to get moving because we, um, you know, this weekend's a huge wrestling weekend. There's too much stuff to watch. So, we, yeah, we got to get moving here. Um, and this week is, yeah, because you know what's even weirder? This weekend's a huge wrestling weekend for two reasons. One, because don't forget, Dynamite's not on on Wednesday night this coming week or this week. Um, it's on on Saturday night instead, which means that this weekend is Dynamite, TakeOver, and SummerSlam. Good God. What do they want from us? So you may may uh, expect the return of Executive Moonbeam next week on the show to, to help us out because this is going to be so much. I mean, we're going to have a lot on our plate here. So I think it's going to be a three-person show, Larry. What do you think? It's a big show. I can't, I can't. I can't tell you it's going to be a good show. Well, I, our show's always a good show. St- our show's going to be good, but I can't yeah. tell you any of the shows. Really no, I can't either. Because even AEW is pushed around. We'll have to see what comes of that. Right, and and then Takeover is. We've had a history of no bad takeovers, right? This is the thirtieth Takeover. This is the Triple X one that they call it, Larry. Um, that one has the football head in a match, so this could be the first bad Takeover. I, I, I'm not excited for it. I don't think it's going to be great. No, I don't either. <sighs> okay, let's do the news so people know what's going on in the wrestling right now. Um, and they're like, we're not going to talk about happy days and stuff. And we're like, no, <laughs> not this week. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, what we are going to talk about is the ratings because last week's Monday Night Raw scored, oh wait, 1.7 million viewers again. So that... That little bump from 1.6 to 1.7 million that it got from the raw underground and stuff, that's pretty much over. They're, they're Those aren't happy days. Stagnant. No. <sighs> Crappy days. SmackDown Live got another 1.9 million, so that didn't really move. It went up a tiny bit, but, you know, 1.9 something. Um, AW versus NXT. AW won again. Uh, this week, AW had 792,000 viewers. NXT... Yeesh, went down to 619,000. So, there you go. Still too many for the quality you're getting for WWE. It's unfortunate. Really, it is. That's a way too high a rating. I know it's close to record lows. Right. Still too high. Right. 
Big news of the week, though, uh, was, of course, that um, I'll do it right now, is that uh, WWE is moving out of the Performance Center for shows if they can help it. And they are basically uh, the Amway Center in Orlando is an arena that was shut down until 2021. Vince finagled it and he was able to ask if they could just hang out in there for like a fraction of the price, the rental price, since they weren't going to make any money off that arena. Anyway, he got his way. And now inside the Amway Center, as we speak, they are building an LED board like dome called the Thunderdome so that it doesn't look like a big empty arena. So it looks like there's like virtual digital fans on the LED boards. I don't know if this means my original idea when COVID started, if you remember, I said, what if they just had, it's almost like a Zoom call and it's like you have all these people, virtual fans in there. And I said, but the only problem is you're going to have to have people sign agreements or they're going to have to be people you trust. Otherwise, you know, you're going to have people doing vulgar things on there, putting, you know, they could put anything in front of the camera. So that would be bad. Um, But it looks like WWE is going to do something like this. So this is going to happen. They wanted it for tonight. Tonight's Raw um, was supposed to be at the Amway Center, but they were they were too late on that one. So they decided to stick with the Performance Center for now because uh, they couldn't get it. the Thunderdome. And that's what they're calling this structure built inside the Amway Center in time. So now they're having it. They will have it done by Friday. So SmackDown will be in this Thunderdome. With the virtual fans and the LED fans, it's you know these these. I don't know how it's going to look. It's going to look like what's it called? The old um, like WWF attitude in those games with the flat like fans in the crowd. I don't know how it's going to work. They should have just go back old school to what was the the Matt Mania where you yes. had famous. There was there was Batman in the audience, and Superman, yeah. and that was you just great. get right. You just get ZZ Top was in the crowd. I remember. Um, but yeah, you just basically, yeah, you get a bunch of lookalikes in there and you put them in there, the crowd. That's what you why didn't they, done. uh, why didn't they go with my original idea where you just stop for a while? <laughs> a couple of months off. Um, that be, can, can you imagine how much fun our show would be? Like just a two month break, two months, not even a, and not even necessarily a break, but a break from the norm, which means we could do all kinds of creative things if we wanted to. Imagine, you imagine having that? A, a billion dollar company that you could just do creative things. Wow, you can. Oh, wait, they don't. Yeah, so it's a real shame. But this is what's happening. I hope the Thunderdome thing is cool. I hope it works. But I have, you know, I have a lot of doubt here. But if, I'll be the first to admit if it's cool, though. So, um, But that's that was the big news as far as WWE goes. Oh, and by the way, what they're going to do going forward is they want to do as many shows as they can in the Samway Center Thunderdome thing, live, by the way, which means people flying in and out over Orlando on a many times a week basis again, which really sucks for the people that don't live in Orlando. Um, So they're going to have people flying to get to live Raw, to get to live Pay-Per-View, to get to live TakeOver, to get to live SmackDown, to get to live NXT. Yikes. Okay. I mean, the good thing the NXT kids are already there, most of them, um, but some of them aren't. Uh, you know, uh, it's 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 a it's another it's a whole other animal doing shows live every every night, and that's what they want to do to bump up ratings. So we'll see if that works. And the other thing is, the NXT is not going to be able to. They're not allowed in the Thunderdome because they're remember when they're in equal brands were on SmackDown, Larry. 
totally. Nope, they're a school because they are only allowed to do shows from the Performance Center, and now they're going to be able to go back to full sale. Yeah. But third equal brand, though, for sure. Definitely. Definitely equal. when it's supposed to be. Definitely equal. Big E on SmackDown said he was the NXT champion. He's not allowed to say world champion because it's not a world title. How sad is that? Um, Okay, so that was the one big news. The other big news was that Sonya Deville almost got kidnapped. Okay, this... This this is disturbing. I can't... I know it was real. It's very hard to believe. It's hard to believe, and it's completely 100% real. I'm not going to say the guy's name. Again, I don't glorify villains and criminals and terrorists or whatever. Horrible, horrible people. Hex Huther. It rhymes with corn ploggle. Did you see the picture of the guy? He did look a little hornswoggly. Okay. There's There's a certain thing that happens when some joke is so obvious, everyone has to make it. And there's no way I mean, anyone who there's no anything about wrestling ex- saw that picture. That is exactly what I said, Larry. If you watch wrestling, you thought that was Hornswoggle for a second, and then you realize it's not. I feel bad for Hornswoggle saying that because he had nothing to do with this. Literally and figuratively. Oh, so what ended up? So let me tell you this story. This is awful. So this guy goes to Sonya Deville's house, cuts a cuts her screen door open on her patio. Hides in the patio area and listens through the wall and the window for like three hours. Waits around and waits around. Waits for Sonya to either go to bed or whatever. He goes, he breaks in the house. She's, I guess, up in the bedroom, but they have the kind of alarm system that will go off and alert you instead of like all kinds of flashing lights and whatever. So it alerts you that somebody's in the house. She can look on the monitor and see, oh my God, somebody's in my house. She escaped through the back somehow. The guy stuck around the house. Cops came, arrested him. He had all kinds of equipment to kidnap a human being. And apparently at his dwelling, whether it's an apartment or a house or whatever, had been planning this for the last eight months. This is so disturbing. I don't know what to say. It's it's unreal that it is real. Thank God she's not like me. That every time my watch or phone goes off saying yeah. that my alarm is tripped, I'm like, eh, whatever. You're like, whatever, like, right? You'd be kidnapped many times by now. <laughs> I would. Be you would be. You'd be like, where am I? Kidnapped many times. How did I get here? Um, but <laughs> yeah, this random places with other people's clothes on. I wait wow. to do that all the time. No, that's true. Wow, but yeah, that's that was a close one. Um, Wow, what and what do you that man do something with uh, yeah that's the most I know uh, it's it's awful to murder or do horrible things to people but that's right up there the fact that think about how she has to feel yep at night yes now no uh, that could have happened I mean uh, what what can be said I don't know I don't know I'm just glad she she's okay. Most likely in that kind of situation. I mean, there's always the chance that because she was an MMA fighter, she's a real fighter, that she could have taken the guy out. But I don't know what kind of weapons the guy had. The point is, she could have died easily. It sounds like he came there meaning serious business. which He did. And he obviously would have known about her past and about her, you know, skills. And I'm sure she knows every self-defense move there is. But that doesn't matter if somebody has a gun. So... Just glad everybody's okay in this one. Yeah. 
So, and that's what she tweeted the same thing and said, you know, she's just glad it, it, it's, it worked out the way it did. What'd you say? Said at least one thing went right this week. At least one thing went right this week. Boy, oh boy. No, I would say the dynamite doesn't, doesn't, didn't suck this week. It was weird. And parts of it were like a mess, but, but overall I liked it. I, that's your news. There's really nothing else to say. There's other things, other news that, again, that will happen during the show, so which we'll cover as we go. But Oh, I know some of it. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, what, you know what? <laughs> One of them right now. Let's say it right now, because remember, football head on NXT means we're not covering NXT this week. But doubly, double the reason for that. And that ties into the news, too. <sighs> I hate this. NXT happened, blah, blah, blah. There's going to be a face-to-face next week with Football Head and Adam Cole. You know, whatever. There was actually something really cool with the contract signing with with Killer Cross. And and um, by the way, did you ever figure out the thing that was going to happen, Larry? Did you expect the the, the contract to explode? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, I saw it coming for some reason. I don't know why. They said you'd never see it coming, and I did. Um, but anyway, by the end of the show, there's supposed to be a mystery opponent in a three-way match to, for the ladder match thing. Um, so this is my coverage of NXT, by the way. So, um, yeah, Velveteen Jerk came back. And um, the question had to be asked. Now, he lost in the match. But he's in another... Because... Oh, my God. He's in another qualifier next week. Because yeah, yeah. here's why. Regal makes that stipulation... That if you can, if you don't get pinned or submitted, then you get another chance. Well, then why wouldn't you roll outside the ring and let the guys beat each other up so you could have a one-on-one match instead of a one-on-two other people match? It really Wasn't is illogical. Three on, how many qualifiers were there? There were a few, but I'm saying those were triple threats. If you yeah. lose, you get to be in a one-on-one. Wouldn't you want to lose? Like, and not be part of the, the pinfall or submission? Yes, you, you would. Yeah. You would want to roll out of the ring, not be in it, and then only have to beat one person instead of two. So this, the rules are broken. He's probably going to get in the ladder match. The point is this. Anyway, today, Triple H came out and now, said... This is the point. This is the point. Today, Triple H came out and said, when asked by the, the media, hey, why is Velveteen Dream on TV? I thought he was pulled because of all the accusations against him for being a pedophile. Triple H said, yeah, you know what? It, uh, it's funny. We looked into all those all those accusations. We really didn't find anything. And that's it. Okay, first of all, Triple H nothing? isn't saying... There was nothing? Okay. He said there was nothing? That- okay, he said there was nothing. That's a lie. Okay. Let me tell you this. What actually happened was when this stuff happened with Velveteen Dream, he was either 22 or 23 years old. Remember that stupid Transformers movie we saw, Larry? With that stupid Romeo and Juliet card that oh, kid had? Oh, yeah. The, the, he was carrying the card around with him. He carried the card around with him so he could be a pedophile. Remember that? Well, I remember that. And I'll tell you what. The real reason Velveteen Dream is still on TV is because that's basically the defense from his lawyers is that he was young enough so that he could be with these 16 and 17 year olds. So it's okay. I don't, I wait a minute. Wait, what didn't this take place over the internet? Yeah. 
So that's not how do state rules work with that kind of stuff. I have no idea how these rules work. All I know is they're broken and it makes me sick. And even though the rules work, you still get to make a judgment on someone. You sure do. Just because it sneaks through some these little gaps and yeah. everything. This is, yeah. So this is some dirty bull crap. Um, and another one of the people that were, uh, that had accused Velveteen Dream um, just basically came out the on Wednesday night and just posted online and was like, wow, like my stomach just turned over when I saw him back on TV. I can't even believe this. This is real. And yep. So whatever. There's a lot of reasons right now why I'm mad at NXT, but that's, that's you know, I didn't think it was going to get worse after football head, but clearly, clearly just an idiot outsider that doesn't belong having a match at takeover plus the the whole pedophile accusation stuff it's you know i just i NXT, remember the days yeah, when yeah. when you would talk about people that were not likable like your hogans or your warriors or whatever but they were so big you had to have them they're so big why do we need people who are right. not big exactly are they going, is he going to get better? Is he going to get smarter in his dealings? Well, no, I doubt get, it. No. And also, and if he uh, does, why waste your, you've got many other options. Sorry, you blew it. Yep. And I, by the way, and I watched him in the ring. He's as far as wrestling ability goes, he has gotten worse. So that's good. Really cool. Anyway, that's your news. I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's done with done with NXT. It just makes me sick. And, um, you know, maybe NXT will come back one day after. And you know what? Morale. NXT wasn't that great this week anyway. No. Like I said, I like the contract signing thing. Other than that. Yeesh. There was stuff. There's that big guy match. And then the just run in by you. They're reforming uh, the Undisputed Era <laughs> to kind of. They're still the, the best. And then they put them in that stupid football head feud. How yep. do, I know. It's the and also. Oh. And then also we're like, okay, they're the faces because they're going against football head, right? And then they beat up Kushida. So it's like, I don't understand what's happening anymore. No. Nope. I don't even care. I'm done. Okay. AW Dynamite. Let's talk about that. Because that was fun. Jared, Tony Schiavone, Taz. And I guess this tonight is that tag team appreciation night. But it's They not never a very said it. Deal. It just it just happened. It started yeah, it, on the show, but they never said it was that. There wasn't a graphic. Why would you not until later with, with footage of great tag teams of the past? Tag teams, the ultimate conglomeration of all three studios. I don't know, but they they proved they could get the footage and the and the stills from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Yeah. So I don't know why you couldn't make a There's video. A thousand places you could still get that I know. stuff. I know. Hmm. Don't know why. And and if I was FTR, I'd be a little upset because it was part of your contract. It was going to be this big night. That is it what they said. That is what they said. You're right. It was more. <clears throat> it seemed like they their agreement was for to have a segment, and we're going to get a segment anyway. Right. Uh, oh, I saw uh, Pox on the intro. Pac? Where is Pox? Pac Pox. Pac Man. Pac Man. I do miss him. I do too, but he's stuck in the UK. So what do you want? Well, I love that album by The Clash, though. Oh, by uh, the way, I didn't mention news, but yes, uh, B. Priestley and uh, Jimmy Havoc, both mm-hmm. released by AEW. This is the first time they've actually released somebody because of COVID, but they released them because 
he can't, Tony Khan has to make cuts somewhere. So he didn't want to release anybody ever because of COVID. But if these talents are in the UK and they can't possibly be used because they're not here, then they're, they, he had to let them go. And also they were both on that list of the offenders. So I'm not really sad. So. Oh, okay. Never mind. I had the wrong person. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay, we're told that tonight they invited fans to play a role. So, I thought this whole time there were other there been fans there. Yeah, no, there's just way out in the distance sprinkled fans. I think it's just more fans, but I swear they were there before. Okay, Young Bucks versus the Dark Order, Stu Grayson and Evil Uno version, the good version. Mm-hmm. The Bucks attack before the bells, and all the Dark Order's goons are ringside. Jerry says, oh, these Dark Order goons, they're just like rabbits. And he stops talking. Yes. The commentators wait, and he's like, they multiply. Right. I thought, what the heck? What did... Okay. He's not as offensive tonight, but he still is kind of stupid. He's not, but he says like two or three things. I wonder if you caught them, because I didn't bother writing anything down for what he said. One of them was right away. Because then they start ordering, and uh, Young Bucks are wrestling. Jiggers, you know how long it's been since Young Bucks have had a tag team. That's title it. Shot? Okay, and, you're right. And the commentator's like, "Wait for him to tell us." And he's like, "Been a long time." It's like it's been a long time. January. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> what the? I expected a little more facts there, but how weird. CMJF walking, and Jr. has to call him a little Richard. Jr. Stop. Grandpa, stop. And I was waiting for the don't call him. Grayson thing line and he he, yeah. he did it he waited oh. but he did it okay I thought you were saying you missed it no no, no I'm saying it. usually he says it immediately he waited till like the third or fourth time he talked about the guy to say it I expect him to do interviews he's getting so bad I expect interviews to be like hey, you're working hard or hardly working <laughs> hey you got a girlfriend huh I know it's it's it's, it's, it's pretty too, bad you're too old yeah. I'm sorry you're too mm-hmm. dark order try to keep Matt Stuck in that tunnel so they can, but no, that was Nick cool. Sneaks in a pin and the faces win it. So I good. like that. Good match. Smart coming match. Up, coming a fan of Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. Me too. Me too. Uh, they talk about favorite tag teams. This is going to be like little bumpers and stuff. Kenny and uh, Paige. Oh, I love Kenny this Omega. one. Yeah. And Adam Page, who's your favorite tag team? Kenny Omega says, Omega says the Young Bucks because they've changed everything. Yes. And, and Paige said, well, I thought you were going to say, uh, us yeah he's like no uh, we're just we're just singles like guys it? what how could I like? yeah and he goes well, we're kind of just single guys <laughs> uh i really didn't care much for the mjf politician the first week second week it really grew on me and now it's 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 there i don't it, it's, it's all good. it's all there now yeah it's i i was it wrong is some smart stuff because he comes out and he talks about he's not going to lay down for Moxley. But then he he offers to lay down for and he does. He does the whole interview on his back. It's awesome. And he's great. And he talks about Moxley. It's time for a change, blah, blah, blah. But Moxley's music hits. So he sends the guards, all the, his bodyguards, <laughs> up to the bombs. Yep. Up to the bombs. Yep. Bombs. Vomitorium? We now that's what Taz that says, but I didn't know that it was really called that. Well, I know what a vomitorium is. Right. What, 2,000 years ago. But yeah. If they say that, they say, okay, that's still what it's called. Moxley outsmarts, though, because he comes in the normal way this time. And attacks <laughs> MJF. MJF runs away, and Moxley takes Mike, and he's angry again. And MJF, did MJF get injured? I don't know. But 
he's selling. So who knows? That was in that the, was amazing. Yeah, in if the he, back next week, if but, he has a neck brace on, this is gold. Think, yeah, he'll have a funny neck brace on. I he will. Oh my god! I hope it's the neck brace, the color of his scarf, like the pattern. <laughs> oh please! Oh, if he has a scarf covering it. Oh my god! Off, but he takes pattern. it off. It's the same pattern on. Yes. Oh See, God! I okay. Somebody in AAW is listening. Go for it. Do it. I'll take that one. You can have that one. In the back, Matt Hardy's interviewed, and he's got that smack on his head from Sammy's chair. Wow! Oh my God! It's bad. And Matt's mad, so he's going to wait around for Sammy. He knows he's going to be here. And Matt's talking is kind of a mixture of all the different Matt. Yes, it is. I hope this is a thing. Yeah. But then Matt sees a guy that looks like Sammy, attacks him, but it's not Sammy. It's a ref. I think the story, if if, if Matt is as smart as we know he is, the story is probably that he told the fans he would just be the regular Matt Hardy, but all the things inside him are trying to pop out. Like they're all trying to get out and this is what you get. Yeah. That's great. Yep. Oh, by the way, that TNT belt is finally done. Finished. (laughs) And it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks good, but I really do like the old one. It's I know, I know, it's it's neat because we're like used to it. Title. I know it we're used to it, but I really like the way this one looks in the light. Like when they when they turned the camera on it, and like you could see the light like move on the letters. It looked really cool. Remember how ugly the Impact belts were, TNA belts. Remember the, the one with Jeff Hardy's face? <sighs> no, but yeah, they were all hideous. Excuse, <laughs> remember that one? TNT <laughs> Championship match, Cody. With Aaron Anderson versus Scorpio Sky. Uh, okay. First yeah. off, Scorpio Sky's entrance is a stupid fake door that he breaks oh, down. It's a nice thought, but no. It looked terrible. And especially stupid. especially if he's going to win the title tonight and does that, I get it. But if he doesn't, oh, then it's just sad. Yeah. Keep watching because it is sad. Mm. Cody comes out with everyone, an entourage, and most of it is story and stuff from After Dark. So or- much of it's story stuff. But then, okay, so Brandy has in her hand her action figure, but she holds it by its crotch. It's the weirdest looking thing. Why is she holding it by its crotch? No. Isn't that strange? Yes. And, and Tony make, says... Tony says, she calls that little Bram Bram. And I'm like, what, the crotch or the action figure? <laughs> it's her little Bram Bram. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Oh, that's weird. No, it's funny that for. she called it that. But I don't know why. Who on earth holds action figures like that? Go back and look. It's bad. They call Cody the prince of pro wrestling here. And Mike Kyoto's here. Mike Kyoto. <laughs> look at that. Kyoto. Good for him. Match, match, match. Cody's. Probably injured from wrestling every week, but he keeps going. Sky kicks out of a crossroads, but then they do the thing where it's just another crossroads. Haven't they done that before? Uh, yeah, and, and and not only have they done it before, the commentators were all shocked because they didn't think that was the finish, and I kind of didn't either. Well, the whole thing's weird. It wasn't bad or anything. It's just weird, but then immediate Scorpio Sky, you're, go back and put that door back up. Please close the door. As I know. I know. Sky, it's sad. I, yeah. That's unfortunate. Brody, Brody Lee is on the Dusty Tron and he has the old belt. And he says, get away, Scorpio Sky, because I'm going to get a shot next. <laughs> yes. Private parts. Favorite tag. team. OK, I don't Hardys. think it's that. But yeah. private party's favorite tag team is the Hardys. A W tag team championship match. Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus Jurassic Express with Marco Stunt. 
under uh, the the little key thing under uh, yeah, what did Hangman it say? Needs money to buy a new lawnmower. Oh my god! Match match. Market has a bucket hat. He has a bucket hat. What is a bucket hat? I don't know. Okay, good because I didn't need them. I wasn't sure what that was. So it's a good match, but they talk about the little you know prizes they're giving away. And this week, instead of Jared pooping on it by saying 30 prizes, he says, hey, somebody's going to win, but they aren't going to win a new car. No new car. Wow. So know the best prize you can think of. Good job, dummy. Kenny does a snapdragon on Marco's stunt because he gets so annoyed with him. I, That's cool. I He slapped him like down and then he, yeah, he like, kills him. I This was funny. Last call, champs go over. But I'm good. Good match. I'm yeah. Good. I like Santana it a lot. And it's a lot Ortiz of fun. Are in the locker room and they ruin the best friend's clothes in their in their in their uh, suitcases. Yeah, this is fun. Mm-hmm. Blade and Butcher are asked who their favorite tag team is. It is the Road Warriors. So good. For them. Yep, I, that that makes sense. Now, is this tag team appreciation night or was every the whole thing is or? the whole night is? Then what it's is tag this? team matches talking about old tag teams and then this segment. So the, it's all this, the, the well, appreciation. This is Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard are in the ring with the Young Bucks and the Rocket Roll Express and FTR. This is a moment. I mean, this is big. Oh, I, no, I, I liked all this. Might not realize Just, it wish, now, but it really is. I wish there had been an opening and a closing and all kinds of special things. I know. Like this I know. Real tag team. Which... AEW has been tag team appreciation. I haven't had this much fun with tag team wrestling oh, sure. yeah. since AEW started. So, um, the Bucks thank the, thank the Vex for everything they did. FTRs thank the, thanks to the Vets. Rock and Roll Express it was a it was a top. Ricky, yeah, yeah, yeah. They it, pretty good promo work mm-hmm. for an old guy. Yeah, good for you. He did really good. Yeah. Arn talks and he thinks FTR is the best team in the world. And then Tully heals it up and Arn and Tully kind of wrestle around. Harwood fakes a knee injury. So everybody turns and then they beat up the Rock and Roll Express and run away. Kenny Omega. But now you say fakes a knee injury. Is that what happened? Yeah, I thought, I thought Arn and Tully kind of skirmished. Everybody Mm -hmm. tried to separate it. Harwood said, oh, man, my knee's funny. Everybody kind of turned around and Rock and Roll Express got it. Did I miss mistake? What happened? I thought he got mad because of that, and because they hurt his knee. I I thought it was that he just got. Oh, I thought he faked it so everybody would stop paying attention to them. They took him out. Oh, maybe that would. That's a weird thing to get upset about. Yeah, whatever. Marvez in back with Mike Kyoto. Jericho comes in. Jericho talks about how he saved Kyoto's job one not life job one time, and maybe he'll give him a break and all this stuff. Mm. So it's March or a screw job. Yep. Sammy has his cards through the break and he annoys Matt and he has a chair ready for Matt. Sheeta versus Heather Monroe. Do I know Heather Monroe? Nope. Okay, thank you. Boy, Sheeta deserves a little more here because this I know. match is over quickly. It doesn't mean anything. So hmm. women's wrestling is in pause mode in AEW. Well, it's all over YouTube and it's bad. Yeah, I've heard. It's not. Yeah, it's not good. I feel really Spain. bad saying it, but it's it's horrendous. Speaking of wit, of good, not bad. Yeah. Jake Roberts is in the locker room. I love this segment. He, he talks while Murder Hawk is beating up guys. By the way, the 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 guy's luggage 
all the guys' luggage is in the back. Somebody has an RT D two. They did. They had the R two suitcase. Yeah, looks great. And uh, he rips Jake's shirt off, and he's written on the back. Says everybody dies on Jake's back because it's. But it's even funnier than that. So Jake cuts a really good. You, you undersell this. Jake's cutting an incredible Jake promo while the action behind him is Lance killing everybody, and then Lance. When he's done, runs over to Jake and he goes, did you tell him? Did you tell them? And Jake's like, I was just, and he's like, shut up. And he grabs Jake's shirt and rips it off, spins him around. And it says everybody dies on the back of Jake's back. It's just the, just the, this is a must watch promo. It was good. The problem is he's not doing anything right now. But you're reminded that Lance Archer is this beast so that at any moment when we need one, there he is. I'm okay with it. No dynamite until next Saturday. Correct. <clears throat> Orange Cassidy made event versus Chris Jericho in the $7,000 obligation match. Love it. <laughs> the best friends in the inner circle are banned from ringside. From ringside. Yeah. <clears throat> match, match, match. Kyoto won't put up with Jericho trying to cheat. Oh, nope. he's, so he's not going to help Jericho out. Ortiz and Santana fight the best friends clear up on the stage. They're not technically breaking the rules. But the ref gets... Here's my notes. Ref <laughs> distracted. Hanger in attacks organ. Hager. Hager. Hanger. Hager comes in. Hanger. Yeah. Yeah. Hager comes in, attacks, runs away. Jericho pins, but no. Orange Cassidy kicks out of it. And then a terrible, weird roll up botch. Oh, and Cassidy wins. Yeah. Sorry to- oh my God. It was a ba- It was so botched. That pin was so hideous. Going out like a punk, but the rest of the stuff was good. <laughs> What a dumb ending. And it's so yeah, sad because it, it was like, Orange Cassidy's yeah. like biggest match ever and it was and he wins and he beats Chris Jericho, which is a huge deal, but Jericho can't figure out how to like take the move. Yeah, it was just oh, it happens, but yeah. it have, have to happen right here. Yep. That was unfortunate, but I still enjoyed the show. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't do that. He would never do that. Um Ian writes in email. He says, when I was 24, I moved from England to the United States. Oh, no. I'm another so fake English person. What is... I know, Listen, I know... Rinky-dinky-doo. But stop pretending to be English. Um, We're regressing. That's, what we, that's where we came from. We're oh, evolving from that. Go I back. I see. My dad gave me a ride to the airport on the day I left. And at the airport, he had trouble move, for a moment getting my suitcase out of the car. That moment oh, has wait. stuck in my now mind. going to do the boot and the bumpers. And no, bumper no, 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 no. Stop it. That moment is stuck in my mind because it was the first time my dad ever looked old to me. He was in his early 50s at the time. He was in better shape than me. He's now in his 70s and is still in better shape than me. But just for a moment, I could see that he wasn't young anymore. And as I left that country, I'd never see him young again. I'm telling you this because on Wednesday night, I saw Chris Jericho wrestle Orange Cassidy in the main event of Dynamite. And for the first time, Jericho looked old. At 49 years old, Jericho has had one of the best careers of any wrestler in the world. He's toured the planet, won world championships, made superstars in launch wrestling companies. Even the fact that he is a big, dumb idiot doesn't detract from the fact that he's a wrestling genius. Thank you. But... This Wednesday, he looked lost in the ring like his body wouldn't do the things he wanted it to do. This is likely a stumble, momentary blip, future matches and segments will either be better prepared or better protected. But one day we'll realize we've seen the last great 
Chris Jericho match. And that day might be sooner than we want it to be. Sorry to be a downer, guys. Turns out nobody's young forever, not even the demo god. Ian, you're absolutely right. And I saw that in this match. Jericho's slowing down. I I know. I've seen it since he's been, since he went from uh, WWE to New Japan. And I knew he had some incredible matches in New Japan. But I was only thinking about if it was only five or ten years earlier that he had those matches. You know, how good could much better could they be? They were still great, but he had to be protected. He had to do hardcore matches and he had to do, there were tricks and there were things he had to do. And that's just what you have to do. Um, okay. But when we talk about wrestlers getting old, remember yeah. this, all wrestlers get old. Yeah. Wrestlers with style <laughs> can cover getting old. <clears throat> and that's just it. Listen, and wrestlers without style, Goldberg cannot cover being old. No, he can't. He can't. He can't. And that's the thing. The difference, look at the difference between, a Chris Jericho match at his oldest, which is right now, and any Hulk Hogan match. <laughs> Did you just say that? I said he's older than he's ever been, and now he's even older. And now, now he's, wait, even wait, now older, he's even older. And now he's even older. He's older than he's ever been. And now he's even older. And, and now he's older still. Right. So thank you, three people, to get that. Yes. But the point is this: the point of all what I'm trying to say is even at his oldest, which is that match we just saw. I haven't seen him wrestle since then, right? <laughs> right. He's still better than any. He still could wrestle better than Hulk Hogan could in any match he ever had in his career. True. Okay. Yeah. And he's and Hogan stuck around forever, and Ric Flair. Stuck around forever, but he was more of a Chris Jericho where he could actually wrestle. So anyway, I don't know what my point was there, but he's and now he's older still. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get it, but of course. But do we do this for ourselves? Uh, we do. I have one AW email. Okay, dear Smart Mike of the Mechanics fan. Oh, oh, is that us? Awesome? Uh, yes. Maybe maybe try not wearing wrestling <clears throat> shoes next time. Oh. Well, Larry, remember when you, oh, remember when you had to review Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure? Oh, God. I do not remember that until now. Oh, God, Larry, oh, God. Was barely, that, was that was barely a was thing. Who was the famous person in that? You couldn't even keep track of that. Oh, that was some weird stuff. And that yeah. was, that was older than some of the weird stuff we get now, like, uh, like the tele, tele, troubles, teletubbies. Teletubbies? Yeah, Teletubbies and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Joe, Jericho said that in it, that it was an NXT reject who spoiled the Bischoff segment from a few weeks back. Many speculate that it was Sabatelli who was behind the Reddit account. Atino, Atino, a Sabatelli. However, that account has been spoiling things since May. So unless Tito had been there each week, I don't. It didn't appear on the show. That doesn't line up. Have you heard anything on the matter? Or is Jericho just taking a shot at NXT? Have a good show, Andrew. Okay. I don't know how much I should say here. Sabatelli. Okay, I'll say. Uh, um, you you're a pretty good judge. You you never give too much. I'm just gonna say, I can't comment on the Tino Sabatelli part, but I can comment that I couldn't tell you if it was or wasn't because. Um, uh, then I would have to give up some of my guys if I said who I thought it was. So, nope. No, I, I mean, I don't know. No comment. <laughs> That's all I can say. Oh, my God. I want to go 
back and listen to that Oogie Loves. Go that was it. some weird stuff. Thank you for changing the subject. I appreciate it. Okay, so <clears throat> this one's from... <clears throat> Horace Leachman. That's yes. who was in it. Excuse me. Who? What? Horace Leachman. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Okay. <laughs> Octopus Mask writes in. says, just finished week three of the Deadly Drawn Women's Tournament. Veda oh, no. Scott and Tony Schiavone open the show. They stupidly point out how odd it is the three of the four teams remaining um, were essentially pre-existing tag teams. <laughs> Why would you say That's that? Right. Yeah. Uh, match one. Nightmare Sisters against the Swole Sisters. Highlight of the night was Tony calling a tope when Brandy threw her action figure through the middle rope at QT. <gasps> okay, so that's something funny. That that's good. Great. Oh, but I, I want to see Little Swole. I've, this, I've heard good things. Yes. This. Nightmare Sisters won match one when Burt Baker distracted Swole by taking talking trash with a megaphone and from her little chair booth thing. The match was not great. Uh, match no. two. Tanara Kanji. Kanji. Uh, and Anna J versus Ivelisse and Diamante. Uh, the entire Dark Order comes out to escort Anna J when she comes to the ring. I don't know where they're going with it, but I like sh- that she gets that treatment. Ivelisse and Diamante won. I think they're just doing the everybody in the Dark Order is equal treatment. Well, even though they shouldn't be, you should go by number, right? Some um, are more equal. Y- yes. This this week's show was much less interesting than last week's. Brandy acted conceited throughout, and they're teasing dissension with Ali. So enjoy that match at All Out. Yuck. But we're not seeing anything. I know. I know. I know nothing about we don't know the There's going to be a pay-per-view show. match, and we don't know the feud at all. Finals will be on AEW this weekend. Wow. You mean AEW YouTube? No. He means the finals will be actually on Dynamite. Why would I care about the finals if I all the matches were on YouTube? Oh, good God. Wow. I got nothing. Go ahead. More AW. I know. From Hamana Hamanama. <laughs> yes. Hey guys. <laughs> did you that little private joke just for me that I could never tell on this show? Oh my god. Hey guys. Did you catch Jim JF's tribute to Samoa Joe and Dynamite? Oh, weekend? I forgot to mention that. Yes, go ahead. A few years back, MJF was cast as security guard for Samoa Joe on NXT. Joe was champion, and MJF and Jim JF flanked him as he walked backstage. Yes, not to be one to be upstaged on screen. Samoa Joe shoved MJF backwards into the wall and out of view. Yes, this week's dynamite. MJF did the same thing to. Yes, either it was a huge coincidence or yeah, he was just mimicking that exact moment. I love how AEW pays attention to details like this. This is what it looks like when you try. P.S. More Nikki Cross impressions, please. Okay, wait till we get there. Okay, okay we'll get there. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. We don't have any more emails about that, so let's move on. It's time for SmackDown. I can't stop thinking about uh, Ian's dad, like where he is. Oh, yeah. like if he's lifting up suitcases and he's like, I, yeah, like, I need like, help I with this. this old British guy, even though I don't think Ian's really British. Maybe he's awesome. I hope. I bet he. I bet his dad is. He's all buff. I bet he wears a bowler and has a mustache. Does he say bully and a he lot? Will fight you. Does he go well, he bully? Will fight you. Yeah. Like if you if something happens, we go fight me, fight me, fight me, and I'll do the fists up like I'm doing right now, and no one can see. Does fight he me. use an umbrella as a cane and then pop it open in your face so he could? At, yeah, after he's kick beat. you in the shin. That's a that good move. Okay. Ian's dad is so much more interesting than me. <laughs> Ian's dad so much more interesting than WWE right now. Okay, go That's ahead. That's true. Yeah. Speaking of which, in memory of Think. <laughs> no, uh, stop it. They recapped the whole retribution group. 
does it look is it worse in recap or worse when it's actually I think it's, happening? Because I think it's this bad, equal. They're no both bad. What. Yeah. It's I've never seen Dr. Robot show, but I always wonder because that guy looks like somebody you could just punch in the face. You mean Mr. Robot? Whatever, yes, he is punchable pony face. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he's doing is underground rich or rebellion thing. He just looks like a punk you could punch in the face. And all these guys in their little black hoodies just look like four feet tall. Yeah. They mm-hmm. look like if you just went out on your porch and yelled at them, they would run away. I know. Plus, has anyone really tried to fight? Like, nobody goes outside to stop them. Nobody does anything. Nobody calls the cops. This is the dumbest, dumbest attack on WWE I've ever seen. And ever. And that's including the guy that threw poop at NXT. And that's including the poo smear guy. Yeah. yeah. At least he accomplished something. I was, that janitor was <sighs> so upset. Oh, God. Oh, uh, Hey, Cole, when we do the recap, Cole comes back and claims the group is hiding behind current events. Yes. Okay. Right there. Does that mean they're pretending to riot from what? What a dirty thing to say if it means what I think they think it means. Does that, because off, you know, behind cave, you know, un-kayfabe, dis-kayfabe, whatever, behind the scenes, Joe and I talked. And I said, this is not Vince just trying to make some comment about rioters, is it? Right. And now it turns out it looks like it is. After WWE said it wasn't that. But now they're acting like it is that. Make up your mind, you liars. Explain to me what he meant by hiding behind current events. Yep. And you could say I'm looking looking too deep. No, you're not. No, you're not. Larry, you're not. Because because they're saying that... uh, they're, they, I think that's the message is twofold. Now, if you said, if you said that you you think that they are making uh, the high ups that are rich Republicans are making a joke about Black Lives Matter and rioting, you might be correct. But if you say it's a faction with masks on and they're making fun of mask people because of COVID then you might be a stretch. But notice how the stretch is the COVID thing and the racist part is probably the <laughs> real thing. That's really sad. Hey, I'm not. And then they'll, and then and WWE will deny it. And they'll say it's nothing to do with that. But they've come out before and said it has nothing to do. Remember, didn't they say there was a press release about nothing to do with Antifa or anything like that? Yeah. And then right after that, Cole says hiding behind current events. So make up your mind. I am perfectly willing to say I, I'm wrong in this assumption, but explain. Yeah, then explain what it is. Behind yes, thank you. Events. Exactly. I'm willing to listen, and I'm willing to say I was wrong, too. So go for it. Biggie Buckle up, out. Buttercup. You're going to be wrong. Okay, go ahead. Biggie comes out gyrating <laughs> and annoying Corey Graves. Morrison comes out, and in a box, Morrison says that singles run, New Day sucks, uh, Biggie's injury-prone, and Biggie sounds hungry. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Neither do I. None of it. So they're going to wrestle, but they're attacked by the Hoodie Clan. Oh, my group. God. That didn't sound good. And Corey Graves and Cole run away. They come back, and Miz is checking. I guess he was on his phone or something. So now, and, okay. But, so okay, now are we planning? Back, Gable is checking okay. on Big E. Why? Well, I'll tell you why a little bit later in the, the, the review. Okay, but right now. Why? Do you want to know right now? Yeah. Okay. Can I first say about the Miz? Sure. So now we're planting seeds. Yes, I was going to well, so that, my review. Okay, so we're planting seeds so that if they decide later 
that they want Miz to be the leader of this group, that this is how they do it. Or they're using him as a red herring, but the point is they're starting to plant seeds and WWE isn't good at that at all. The Here's two, the three things, th- wait, three things WWE's not good at. One, planting seeds. Two, subtlety. And three, uh, keeping right. track of, of, of like different story, like keeping track of a storyline. No, no, no. Okay, that last one, I don't know if they're good or bad at it because they've never tried. Okay, that's fine, but I'm saying... They don't even try They can't keep track. But let me tell you real quick about, before you say any more... Well, wait, do you want me to say... What did you want me to ask, answer, for this? I didn't want you. I wanted you to stop talking so I could say something. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm just joking. No, I was, <laughs> I was going to save this for later because it's obviously exactly what you said. Yeah. We're planting seeds... But they're they don't know if they're going to have to water these seeds. What do I think it is? Again, this is how much I'm try I'm trying to help you fans out because you're in a bad relationship. Yeah. This yeah. is how much they disrespect. Yes, you. they don't have this written out. No yet. way. They don't know right now. They they're planting seeds about Miz because they're like, if we have to come back to this, we can. We're going to try to get somebody bigger. We're going to try to think up something, but. Yeah, we don't really know right now. So throw a little, throw some Chekhov's Miz around, and but yeah, you don't have to actually use it. That's how little they respect you. You want Am proof that they don't finish storylines? Um, second Vintner and the Hacker. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Oh yeah, now, yeah. Even though there's stuff going on in WWE right now, which is hot Hacker adjacent, you could make this into the same story, but there it doesn't seem like it is. Why would you not? Oh, wait, we forgot. Wow, we could kind of wrap that up here easily. Yep, they could. But here's the difference. That was a hacker guy doing smart things. This is a bunch of hoodlums doing idiotic things. Huge difference in groups. So if they try to say later that this is the same group, I that's really dumb. Oh, what you wanted to know was why Shortage G is helping a face. And I will explain. Oh, yeah. Because when there was a King's Bounty or King's Ransom on the line, Shortage G turned heel to try to get it. Then when Sheamus lost to Jeff Hardy and then beat Baron Corbin, that turned Sheamus face. But then tonight, oh, wait, but it would have been after that. <gasps> My theory was... That Seamus bro kicks Shorty G's head off and that switched their alignments. And so Shorty G became face again and Seamus became heel again. And like, as dumb as that one sounds. One step above coconuts on Gilligan's Island. As dumb as that sounds, does that seem like that's real? It's better than what I'm going to get out of Okay. This. All right. So like I said, they're in the back and they're, oh, you've been beat up by this horrible <laughs> I, I am not it's, a wrestler. I am, I am not this professional fighter. These people are, and if that group beat me up, I would feel a little bad about. I'd myself. be a, so fact, ashamed. I even kind of, even Biggie makes fun like of them and calls five of them. But I feel if I had a stick, I would be okay. You could just, just I don't know, just wave it I at them and they die or something. And when Biggie calls them the Foot Clan, then you just realize <laughs> how junky that group is. He's he. It's not Shredder. It's not Krang. It is the Foot Clan. It's garbage. It's garbage people. It's just generic guy number one, generic guy number two, generic guy number three, short guy number seven, short female number eight. That's that's all it is. 
As soon as they're revealed, they will grow <laughs> at least a foot. Oh my god, they'll all be six two. <laughs> so yeah, they all everybody's arguing backstage. Oh, what are they doing to our show? Corbin says, I'm I'm a leader. He's kind of technically correct because remember the whole backstage leader feud he had with Roman Reigns. And then Reigns left, so I guess Car- Corbin wins by default. Can you yeah, can you believe I had to like pad there because I couldn't remember the name. I know. Roman Reigns. I know. He's been gone. That it's been well, place. you could still get a cameo with Roman Reigns for like 500 bucks. Talk to him for 60 Shh. seconds. Cha-ching, uh, cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. Okay. How do you sit in a mansion and think you have to do that? Yeah. To your, you know what I not, was, not, um, not what to, I would be what I would be doing in a mansion would not be no sending videos to people and for, Larry, for to to your big the only people that would do that are his biggest fans. He respects his biggest fans so much to charge them five hundred dollars. He will charge them five hundred dollars. If it was like an in person meeting for five hundred dollars, you know what? That's awesome. It's a it's a video. It's almost like watching a YouTube video of him. Except your name isn't. Remember the ones? Yes, Kurt Angle. DNA used to do. Yeah. Kurt Angle. Hey, Joe Negron. I hear you <laughs> like the football. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your meatball sub. I do remember that. Oh, those are amazing. Seamus and Biggie argue. What is Seamus? I told you. He's kicking heels. Shorty He's G and Seamus did the did Freaky Friday when there. they when they connected with the bro kick and they the face and heel alignments spun back to where they belonged. Okay, here we go. <sighs> Behind the scenes for all you listeners, there's nothing worse than battle royals. I hate I hate reviewing battle royals. There is a battle royal here with a bunch of females to see who gets to wrestle Sasha. I don't even know. No. Yeah, Bailey. I Let me care. before you even get to this. Before Bailey. you even get to to Russell Bailey. Before you even get to this, though, Larry, why in the commercial for this is Carmella in the commercial, and then on the on Raw when they showed who's going to be at the the Terror Dome or whatever, they also showed Carmella. Why do they keep showing her? She hasn't been on SmackDown like forever. I forgot her name. Like I forgot Roman Reigns. Yeah. Well, she they showed her for this Battle Royal. She wasn't in this. Uh, well, okay, but did I imagine it? Who is? Who is in the... Okay. Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Tegan Knox, Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah. Uh, and Lacey Evans. Okay. Okay. Then Asuka runs out and fights Banks and Bailey, right? And then they go to break and we come back and the bat, the match has started. But what we but don't realize more is that Shayna Baszler and like other important people are in there now. Nikki and Cross it's like, is in there. What the Nikki heck? Morgan, Ruby Riot, Bianca Belair. Yes. People that could conceivably Tamina. win. Yeah. <clears throat> why is Oscar here? Why is why is Shotzi Blackheart here? Why? Because you're going for the title if you win this, right? Yeah, but they haven't even they've they're not even good enough to be on this show. They're still on the junior show, which is supposed to be equal to this, but isn't. So yeah, make up your mind, WWE. Yeah, and why is Oscar here? <clears throat> is that oh. the one? How many There's, times do we get to visit another show? What was that rule? But they that threw, was, but I told you they threw that out two weeks in. You can't. It's just how many I times? Know, we I know. I know. I know. But okay. <sighs> so let me let me explain the Oscar thing. The Oscar thing was the. That's why Stephanie read the script from her safe house where she <laughs> hides from the COVID and makes everyone else get it. Um, that's 
she had she had tipped her hand on that one when she had explained that if Oscar beats Bailey, well, then it would have to talk about how to give Oscar a title shot because whatever, blah 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 blah. So that was that. That's not covered. Yeah, it was. They said that. Yes. Commentators did tonight. No, 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 no. I'm saying she planted the seeds the other night, and like you said, they're not good at commentators. Say, I can't believe she's coming all the way over from Raw, but. Well, no, this Whatever. is three-brand battle royal. Why wouldn't she be here? Because you can't have a three-brand battle royal when you have all these rules about who okay. can where. Well, guess what? Ratings are bad, so they don't care. And if somebody wins, then they're on this brand. I, I know that. I know it's really stupid. I, I have never... Couldn't believe I want GMs as bad as I want GMs. I, I say I know. I, I I agree with some you. I'll tell you what. Structure. How about this? We'll do the, this. Is how we do this for fairness here. Um, uh, I'm going to tell you what I didn't like about Tegan Knox, and then you're going to tell us who won the battle royal. Okay, that, that, that's good. That's okay, good. Tegan Knox needs to knock it off. She has that. What's it? What was Smudgy's name? Tony Storm. She has Tony yeah. Stone Storm syndrome, where everything she does, she's shocked that it works. Everything's. Oh, I hit someone. Oh, I threw someone out. Oh my god, I might win. Wait, it's the thing that. Have you ever seen a guitar player that's doing a hot lick and acting like that? He's surprised he's so good on guitar. I hate that. It's like, like that, weird. but worse, because it's like. Wait a minute. I thought you were in like the greatest tag team of kicking or whatever. Like I thought you were so amazing. And now, and you've had, she, it's okay. She's not new. She's had world title shots before. She had an NXT women's title shot and lost. And she had a tag title shot and lost. So she's had chances at gold and she can't even believe she's in a battle royal. You can't do this rookie thing like this. This doesn't work. You have to have a special character to do that. Like say. Yeah, you have to be Bailey. You have to be Bailey when she first started. Right, exactly. You can't do this with Tegan Knox. But anyway, who cares about that? You have to be Eugene. You have to be Eugene or someone, yes, like Bailey or Eugene, someone like that. Oscar. Evad Sullivan. You have to be like that. Shayna Baszler and uh, Dana. Yeah. The last three. Wow, do you think it's going to be Dana? I think it'll be Dana. Oscar wins. Do you think it's going to be the person that came from the and can possibly now win all, both belts? Well, and then look <sighs> who the last belts. look who the last two were, and that's the whole thing. Here's here's my theory: if Oscar is getting two title shots at SummerSlam, Larry, there's a huge chance she could win both. And then, what, okay, because what you didn't say was at the beginning of this match, Sasha just casually drops the news that she has to put. Her uh, titles, tag titles on the line next, the week after SummerSlam at payback, at a payback. So there's a pay-per-view a week from SummerSlam. Okay, so that's when that information was dropped on us. That's first of all. So second of all, don't don't you think... It's called payback, which means that means payback for something that happened, which means you really can kind of assume... That every feud you're seeing in the next pay-per-view is going to be continued because there's only a one-week break between them? Correct. Wow, that sucks. Which means we're going to have a lot of rematches and it's going to suck. But let me tell you this right now. That I would not be surprised one bit if Asuka beats Bailey and then she beats... I mean, you could do it a different way. But I could see Asuka beating Bailey and then beating Sasha and then Shayna 
against Oscar for both titles of Payback and Shayna wins them both. I totally could see that happening. Yeah, I was thinking Oscar wins both titles and then somehow she wants revenge on them and wants the, to take their tag titles too. Sure. And she teams with Shayna Baszler and either they win the titles <clears throat> and Shayna turns on her or Shayna turns on her. And they okay, we could do that too. That's fine. But yeah, there you go. Okay, all that matters is Sasha Banks and Bailey were fun at ringside. So. Excuse me. Of course. They're hey, very entertaining. Hey, next Mandy addresses her future. When they come back, no, that's not it. Nope. Bailey it's- and Sasha Banks are walking, and Oscar attacks them. And Oscar can beat both of them up at the same time, so I should probably be okay one-on-one. I would think so, too, unless they're out there cheating, which is possible. We get that multiple times in wrestling. Uh, yeah. Mandy, we do talk to her. The other, says, oh, real quick. I'm sorry. The other story could be that Asuka loses to both of them. Shayna gets a title shot against both of them for payback. And Shayna is able to beat both of them. What Asuka couldn't do. So in one night, whatever. Okay, go ahead. That's a little. That's that's not what I'm big. expecting, but I'm saying that's another way you could do it. Okay. I think it's, I think Mandy's up because her hair is what about a quarter inch shorter. <clears throat> She's Trish Stratus now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's heard people say that she can't wrestle and it hurts. And all I can see, and it is on a couple of people in the show is the, the sweat HD, on their face is the HD is so good. You could see every flaw on their skin. She's got a sunburn on her and chest. She's, she's sunburned and she's all sweaty. Yeah. And it's going to be the same thing later with DeVille. They're so yes. sweaty. And it's like, all I can think of is Bailey going so sweaty. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> Like, you're not wrestling. Why are you so sweaty? So sweaty. I don't know. These she lights are hot. Turn. Get out yeah. of the sun. I know. <clears throat> uh, but she challenges Sonya to a hair versus hair match. I'm, I'm in. That's fine. I'm in because as we, when we were talking earlier today on the yeah. phone, those matches have to have a payoff. I, I think it's going to have some weird payoff. Okay. Seamus is walking. He says, hey, all you guards, go home because that retribution aren't going to show up during my match. What does uh, that mean? Maybe, what does that mean? Setting seeds for Seamus is behind it. Okay. Or. Which is super lame, but hey, the seeds were there. At least they they're trying. To go but there. the point is, if you're not right, Larry, if they didn't even think of that, then why would he think that they like because he's so scary? What? Okay. Here's the thing. Never mind. It, it's like the movie Clue where you have to end the movie because you don't know which ending they're going to yes. use. You have to put in like, the, oh, my God, this spoiler alert. This is something I'm going to talk about in the Nick Smart movie fan, which is about amazing movie. Oh, my God, you're right. But, yes, <clears throat> you, you put in little little bits and everything. and But then if they don't pay off, then it's it's sort of a cheat. It's yes. Sort of a cheat. Mm-hmm. But WWE is sort of a cheat. They're all a cheat, noticed. though. So here we go. Let's make Larry very angry because Nikki's backstage. She turns around. Oh, there's Alexa Bliss. Remember Alexa Bliss, who was accosted by a demon last yeah. week? Mm-hmm. And no, no, really like two two weeks ago. Not you. Professional boxer who held the WBO light flyweight title from 2017 to 2019. Alexa, what are you talking about? Some boxer. <laughs> wow. Um, Larry, you you. That wasn't even last week. That was two weeks ago. You, you, um, last week was just a continuation, which means Nikki Cross two weeks ago hated Alexa Bliss, 
And then since since Alexa has gotten abducted by the fiend or not abducted or whatever attacked, Nikki never bothered to check on her for two weeks until she. It's like when you have that sort of friend who you see and then they're like, oh, yeah. oh, I was thinking about you. No, you weren't two weeks, two weeks. And I thought I thought Nikki hated her. What did Nikki say, yeah, though? I, okay, I can give I can give the fact that Nikki was upset in the moment. But what did she but, say? Oh, she said, Alexa, I've been finding some meat, and I tried to cut you, and said, no, nothing. And I don't know what it is. It's coming in okay. here, and it's taking it away, and I'm going to go, like, what she going to say? Okay, good. That's exactly what she said. That's perfect. <laughs> Why wouldn't uh, it be? But, okay, Alexa totally just <laughs> says, oh, no, I'm fine. You were either abducted or not abducted, but you had fingers shoved down your throat against your free will. But she said she she said it in a way that you know she isn't fine. But we'll find out later, right? No, but oh, we must because she says I'm fine. I'm fine, but I'm gonna get answers from Braun tonight. Right. She kind of was attacked by a guy that wasn't Braun. Right. Why wouldn't you want answers from Bray, even if it was from the Funhouse version? to go all night <sighs> Seamus against Shorty G oh there's a small group of wrestlers who I it's Seamus it's Shorty G it's Baron Corbin I it know. seems like these are all recycled these we've seen these matches 50 times and, and in this one we are we are 99% sure we don't know the alignment of each guy in this <laughs> ring right now yes! And not knowing the alignment, as John Cena would say, there's no heels or faces. Yeah, not right. The alignment because you can't write a story. Yep. Everything seems like I'm watching it out of in the wrong order. Maybe it's like, maybe it's Kill be. Bill or Pulp Fiction. Yes. <sighs> Bro, kick. Seamus wins. Wow. Okay. I was really not enjoying SmackDown. But wow, this is amazing. This next segment makes made me love SmackDown so much and made me want to give it show of the week. I can't tell you how happy I was because in the back, AG is yelling at someone. Joe, who's he yelling at? It's a WWE producer, but it's one you know from a different show. And that but is... But he's dressed exactly the same. It is Joseph Park. It is Joseph Parks, without a doubt. He's dressed exactly the same. He's playing the character. He's, I thought, yeah, I thought, oh, it's just pretending to be him or whatever. It's because, you know, his real real name's Chris. His middle name's Joseph. But so, so really he's Chris Parks. He's Abyss, but without a mask on. Abyss. You know know, Chris, Abyss. Love it. That was one of the best angles TNA ever had, ever in the history of the company. Not and only was it fun and enjoyable, it it, it was a home run. I it was. It Every bit of it was fun and great. And you could tell much in the way that The Fiend and Bray Wyatt, that stuff is stemming from his good creative yes. juices. Joseph Parks, good creative juices. If there's no Matt Hardy and, and there's everything. If there's no Matt Hardy and there's no Abyss, then there's no Bray Wyatt in the funhouse. I'll tell you that right sure. now. Oh, yeah, we watched we watched it evolve. But, okay, so I thought, oh, that's a one-off, right? He's backstage. It's not. No, because if it's... So AJ Style comes out. 
And he's got Joseph Park. He's him. with him. Whoever, he's whoever coming out calling. to the ring. Come out to the ring. They have a big whiteboard. AJ doesn't care about the hooligans trying to destroy this ring. No. Which really, he, he, when, he, when he said it like that, first off, he doesn't care about, because I don't either. And then yeah. you know what they did? The biggest thing they've done hmm. is they sawed through the ropes. I know. They used the chainsaw for a second. Ooh, scary. Oh. AJ's funny. I think it's just being around Joe's. I like to see these two together because it reminds me of how there were parts of TNA that was good. Yep. AJ was one. Joseph Park was one. There, here, let's let's be clear. There were a lot of good parts of TNA. Overall, it was a train wreck, but boy, oh boy, did it have gems hidden in there. AJ wants to sit home and then he just, he, he like pimps his Twitch channel. Yeah. It's okay. So, he, so I'm it's okay. And people's, people have been giving him all these stats about, well, you're not as good as this guy or you should be wrestling this guy. And he says, I thought I didn't care about stats, but I do. Yes. And then he has this this egghead here, It's gonna, which is Joseph Parks, who's going to tell him he's ran all the stats. And he's going to tell him who the number one contender should be to the IC, who the number one ranking is. And he pulls it down. Number one is him because he's the Makes IC sense. Champion. You're the champ. You are number one, right? Who's number two? He says, let's see all the rest of them. And there's nobody else because no one can compete with him. And then some female NXT extra from the crowd yells, I know it. <laughs> I think it was Marina Shafir. I think it was Roderick Strong. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Uh, I saw it coming. Even though the pay-per-view says I won't. But yep. then Jeff Hardy comes out. and but, but Cole doesn't make a joke. First time in three weeks. Doesn't make some joke about Jeff being high or something. <laughs> no, um, he didn't. Jeff talks about how AJ's a champ, but, but that's only because he didn't get a chance. But that's okay because he's moving on. No, you're not. You're out here trying to get a title shot. Yeah. You're not moving on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And AJ says, everybody would love to see this match. So I say, no, no match. And Jeff punches AJ and then he writes his name. But he doesn't, he's such a D bag. He doesn't just write his name. He writes his name and does a flourish of some drawing. He had to do some doodle. Pillow or something. Right. Yep. Okay. So let's rewind here. I was afraid again that this was a different character in the ring. No. AJ called him by name. AJ made sure that if WWE wasn't going to make this Joseph Parks, that now he is Joseph Parks because AJ called him that. He didn't call him Chris by his real name. He called him Joseph Parks. I want this so bad. Yeah, me too. Also, what is with Mr. Yes Man Michael Cole? What is his problem? First of all, him and Graves were calling calling Parks Herman Monster and saying he has a Fred Gwynn face. First of all. Second of all, when this was over, Cole had to take a shot. And here's the shot. He says, I'm still not sure what the value of that that, that dweeb oh. in the ring is. And it's like, wow, this is him going, hey, Vince or whoever's listening, you don't need that TNA loser here. And then, of course, backstage, Cole would like give him, give Parks the elbow and go, ah, it's just ribbing you. No, yeah. he's not. I don't need the one thing that made SmackDown awesome for yep, me. Yep, exactly. Bull crap, Michael Cole. And, and let's say, because people are going to say, well, yeah, but you love Joseph Park from TNA. No, uh, the regular fan didn't even know who he was. That character has such a funny look and a great presence that let's look at other <clears throat> stupid people they introduce. The guy that chases uh, what's-her-face around 
she beat up with the orange pants this week. Guy that chases orange pants? What? No, he he wears orange pants. He doesn't chase Tamina around. He chases. He I don't know what you're talking about. Weeks ago. Are you talking about Robbie E? No. Robert no. Stone? No, you remember when uh, Nia Jax beat up. Oh, um, yeah, that guy. That guy had no personality. That wasn't so. That, Joseph Parks, that's using someone. I know. In a, in a compatibility that makes me want he's, to know. He's really good. When you introduce a character, you want to know more about him. You're talking a regular fan that had no idea who Joseph Parks looked at this guy and is like, I really want to see more of this. Yep. This guy's. I hope I, he hangs around. I AJ agree. I totally agree. And we're going to get one more shot of him backstage then. So, so let's go back to making me so angry. Backstage, Nakamura and Sheamus look at their belts and they say, we sure do like these belts that we earned. And they turn their backs on right. <sighs> The Lucha House Party actually do the sneak in, like cartoon sneak in and steal the belts yep. and get caught. And they're like, yoink. And they run away. Yes. Remember so, last week, I couldn't figure out why they said that well, Sheamus and Nakamura have become backstage pranksters. Yeah, a few weeks it's ago they were saying now we're how, supposed to see the faces right. giving it back to them, but we never saw we never them saw them prank it. the Lucha House Party in the first place. Yeah, it's, not understand story writing. No, if they would have showed for two weeks Nakamura and Sheamus being jerks and stuff. And and putting those belts right in their face and everything. Yeah. Then when the faces steal the belt, you're like, oh, the faces are getting evil, even for all these. But no, now the the faces are jerks and thieves. Yep. Yep. Oh, AJ and Parks walking. I can't tell you how much I love just seeing it's that. It's amazing. Three times in one night. This is this is like what are they trying to spoil me? <laughs> and the interview is like, are you going to accept Jeff's challenge? <laughs> and it's. This was so There's good. Like Jeff Steve's on there. He, AJ tries to erase it, and it's permanent marker. He looks at Joseph Parks. Really? You brought out a permanent? <laughs> and Joseph Parks. That he face. makes the face. Oh, it's amazing. the best. Oh, so then we. Uh, okay, we're going to this match. Not Nakamura against Lindsay El Dorado. And Lindsay Dorado. Wait, I thought it was against Metal League. No, he went against Metal League. I don't. But he's the king of the ropes, you know. He, here's yeah, king of the ropes. They tell us this, but yeah. uh, in the box, uh, the heels are talking. And did they say this? Okay, what did they say? Because we have to have a talk about this, especially when it links to something we're gonna have a long talk about. Okay, what they say? Did they say something about them being Spanish fly, but not yes, the cool kind? Yes. No, he didn't say not the cool kind. He said not the wrestling move. But oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. way better yes. than what almost happened on Raw. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I thought he said not the cool kind, and I thought no, no, no. He said uh, not the cool. He said not the cool wrestling hold. <laughs> okay. You just wanted me to do a Cesaro impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't, but I was. He got he got uh, the cool cool maneuver. <laughs> I. Well, I can't. Okay, two Nakamura. Well, we'll get to it, how I feel about what happens here. Uh, next week, a new location with fan interactivity. Ooh, now we know what it is because they already spoiled it. So. Grand Metallic, King of the <clears throat> Ropes. I have in my notes. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Lucha music. Uh, Callisto is back. Whoa, okay. That was a surprise to me. I didn't know he was cleared. 
Why? I like Kalisto's really good. Did anyone get up out of their seat? Larry, also loot to things. Woo. (laughs) That is classic. He will forever be special. Well, he's an awesome wrestler. Uh, Who isn't? No, that's not true. Not every okay. Who isn't Billy Kay? They they're <laughs> making up reasons so why she can't up. wrestle now. She can't even string two moves together. They, they're making up reasons why she can only wrestle in tag teams. She cannot be a singles wrestler ever. I know. God love it. <laughs> uh, so they beat up Cesaro, which allows Metalik to pin Nakamura. Nakamura was just pinned by Metalik. Nakamura yep. and Cesaro. I know. That means that at SummerSlam, we're probably getting the house party against the those guys. Yep. That's fine. I yeah. just This is what Cesaro and Nakamura are doing. Two people who are amazing. So now this part confuses me. Because what do we see next? We see Bliss getting ready. And we're told she has lots of questions. So she's getting ready for an interview. How does that answer okay, your questions? That's not interview? how questions work. She's not getting interviewed by Braun Strowman. Also, she's not interviewing Braun Strowman. Also, they say that that's next, and instead it's a Matt Riddle interview. So none of this is right. Because my notes say, nope. Come back. Tired of them lying. Matt Riddle. It's like they can't stop lying. Like, and Larry, people try and make all the apologists try and make all these excuses to them. No, when they say up next, they mean that's the next action. The next action, the next match. Is that the voice of the the, the all the up letters? The up the lowercase and capitals? Is that it? Okay. Because because that's okay, because that's just a dumb person. So if that's what people mean, then okay, then fine. I'm fine with it. Because no one said anything since I said that on the show. Um but let anyway, me be, let me be the world's easiest improver up next and coming up. Really wow, simple. That was, uh, that wow. Was really hard. Yeah, but I'm hard but my, yeah, exactly. But my point is, I'm sick of the apologists saying, no, they just mean that's the next match. There's going to be three segments before, but they did that. You know what they meant. Why well, can't you say well, coming, coming up when you say coming up? I assume next. I know. Segment but the point, commercial breaks. the point, um, my, but let me give you all that. Yes, but let me finish. I'm trying to prove my point here is that this just proved that those people, those apologists are wrong because there were, this proves it when there's two interviews in a row and they say one of them's next, but the other, but it really isn't. And there's another interview in its place. So you can't say that anymore. You can't say that they mean action. They are, they just like to lie. They like to bait. They like to switch. They like to string you along what's that called they like to just keep the whatever hot until the next after the next break or whatever they, they, they it's all the these riddle sizzle. That's what yeah yeah okay so go ahead matt riddle right yeah matt riddle they say hey matt riddle and matt riddle says ah what's it with this whole retribution and corbin and the king's Bounty i like how your voice these- is just drugs hardy that's your voice for him drugs you like it's the same guy drugs money <laughs> They're like, well, they had to find somebody because now Jeff's supposedly off the drugs. They have to find somebody that can still be on them. Mm, that's true. And legally, too, in some states. Yes. And Sh- Shorty G comes in. <laughs> yes. And he explains, hey, I'm really sorry about how I've been behaving. But that King's Ransom, all that money could go a long way. Why have you not told me anything about I, this? You don't even know if it's real. No, but how... When they obfuscate, I know. obfuscate, how do you say that word? 
when up, they up. when they make things fuzzy and yes. un, un purpose precise. Yeah. They do it for no reason. Corbin could have said, "I'll give you twenty thousand dollars to the." Larry, why could even he if said, I didn't even know if, it was money, listen, I didn't know even what. if even if Corbin had a small or even large, whatever size treasure chest, like a comedy treasure chest with a lock and key, or whatever. That's even better. He doesn't have. He can pretend there's something good in there. That's a and that's a thing I'd look forward to seeing eventually. That there's nothing in there except like toilet paper or something. That's no, funny. A Halloween spider or a Halloween spider. <laughs> <coughs> I don't understand. But now Shorty G apologizes. But then Corbin attacks from behind. When I don't know if Chad was in on this right. Or not. And then and but then he. Th- but here's the problem then. Earlier in the night, Cole said something about we don't know we don't know Shorty G's alignment. Now he actually said something something to those to that effect. And then now he said something like, uh, well, well, first of all, Corbin said, Oh, thanks for your help. But because Shorty G didn't say you're welcome or you know, look whatever, then the commentators made another comment about the alignment too. But this time they made it seem like it was an accident. But here's my problem. You really want to run a, I don't know your alignment angle with somebody that no one cares about. And when there's the, all this retribution stuff going on, when they're going to, like with the NWO, the, the main guys are going to have to team up whether they're heels or faces. And no one seems to realize that yet. So here's that interview with Bliss where she's getting all her answers. <clears throat> this is so stupid. She says she says she and Braun were pals. They were best friends. Hey, were you guys ever rom- romantically? She's like, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, so and she says. Before you say this part with the funny part, the whole thing is this is about a gimmick from a, from Facebook watch mixed match channel. This is like a joke. I thought it was weird when they brought it up in the swamp fight, but I thought, okay, at least that was a real thing that happened. But now at this point, where, why, why? But go ahead. What did she say next? Yeah, they asked why she was targeted. And yeah. Think about this: the interviewer never asked where you were. Yep. What did the fiend? He do didn't to ask you? any good questions, and that's why they didn't make it Michael Cole or someone important interviewing her. They made it a generic guy because he was going to ask stupid questions. They should have made it someone like Charlie, who always asks dumb questions. But so she's he asked on dumb Smackdown. questions like, "What's the fiend like in real? Like he's for Tagger Beat or something? He's yes. like, What's the fiend like in real life?" And <laughs> yes. she says, "Oh, the fiend is so compelling. You could feel his presence for the first time ever." I understood the phrase like a moth to a flame. Why would she? She, a five-year-old understands that phrase. That is, there are some weird phrases like have your cake and eat it too, which makes no sense. But moth to a flame, that's, I understand that exactly. You, you look outside. That's a very good phrase. You see, you see, yeah, never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. And they're like, but how do you feel? And they just end it because that's what you do in interviews. You ask a question. Yep. And you don't give her time to answer. You go to break. So Sonya Deville says, I accept the hair match because people say you suck and it's true. Then she says, and we have had, but here, like, like when you pointed out <clears throat> yeah. that really good point about how 
you can't make the excuse that you're coming because they went from pimping an interview to yes, a different interview. a different interview. So it clearly Here's, was meant to be a lie. We always talked about when people say verse. She says, hey. Oh, this was be the double dumb. You versus me in a hair versus hair match. <laughs> so which is she does? Pick what? it. It's not both. There's only one that's correct. My God. It's, it's, for human being, I guess it's verse. But for inanimate objects, it's verses. Wow. I, did, I learned that in English class. And again, <laughs> camera, this high def camera, camera and their skin. All I see is how sweaty she is. <clears throat> so sweaty. Every drop of sweat on her body, I could see it. At least she wasn't sunburned. Miz is on commentary. Miz, Miz versus Biggie. We're gonna. Wow, really? That's gonna be the match. That's the main event, huh? That was gonna be the. Cur- Think about that was gonna that be was, the, yes. the curtain jerker. But instead, that's gonna be the final match of the night. We always talk about how in wrestling, the kayfabe thing that they always screw up is <laughs> they have nothing planned for the night. But here, they had a match planned for a curtain jerker. But and they're they like, no, no, for the main event. No, it's good enough to be main event. We swear. <laughs> what were they going to I do? I don't know. I don't if know. If retribution didn't attack. I don't know. I have no idea. So Miz is on commentary. Matt Biggie versus uh, match, match, match. Biggie. Oh, Miz gets involved in the match. Otis comes out to scare. Actually, Remember, Otis comes out to scare Miz. It scares me because at this point, Otis is pretty much a ghost because I've forgotten about him. And he's, ah. Yeah. But remember Wait, when. Wow. Has there remember, ever been a briefcase that's been more ignored than this? This is sad. This is like, remember when Otis cared about the, the universal title for like two weeks? And then ever since then, he like forgot about it. And he was so obsessed with Mandy. But now he's obsessed with anyone who talks against Mandy. And like. He's going after the Miz and his title. Oh, yeah, it doesn't have anything to go after. This doesn't even make so, sense. The lights start to flicker. And for some reason, all the superstars, which are not a lot of them, no. are around the ring because they thought, they thought that's the only place Retribution would attack. Also, Larry, is this a reverse horror movie where it's like instead of split up because there's a hundred of you, let's clump together so that if another part gets attacked, we're dead. It, it, I, it gets stupider because retribution attacks in the back. We see it on the thing. The 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 announcers start yelling at the wrestlers. Okay. They're in the back. Hey, this but, is this is huge. Not- okay, but before that happens, there's a huge problem here. Corey Graves is a horrible monster or he's in retribution because he said, Wow, I just feel helpless out here because I'm so concussed I can't actually help. You can just tell anyone standing near you to go to the back. But he doesn't do that at first. No. They're they're in the back beating up refs, I guess. I guess the refs have their own catering. Well, the, because the refs are the same height as Retribution guys, so they just want to be fair. See, I kind of think that maybe all the wrestlers went to ringside, so the refs are like, it's, it's our time to feed. I think <laughs> so. I think you're right. Whatever they can out of catering. Yeah, they were. They were after catering. They don't mean feed I like a wrestling I don't understand way. this. Yeah. This whore, I tell you, retribution, pretty pretty horrible people. They lock a guy in a bathroom? Did I see okay, that? Okay, first of all, he was pooping in there. I saw it. Okay? We saw was for the first- Was it Christopher Daniels? It was not Christopher Daniels, and it was not Festus. This was an actual human pooping in the bathroom. And I think they locked him in there. Well, what is that? Why would- Larry, why didn't he lock himself in there? That's what you do when you poo, right? <laughs> 
Oh my god. Yeah, so, they, my favorite thing going. when I'm pooing in a public place like that or in a private place with a hundred people in the building is just leaving the door unlocked so they could just walk in and look at me pooping. And what? hope, even though they're a horrible, evil, uh, invading group, that they have the common decency to close the door for you. They did. Yeah. Uh, the announcers keep screaming at the superstars. They're back. They ain't going there. And then Miz is on commentary. All of them finally run back and Miz says, I'm not going back there. I don't care about this. Right. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Yeah, it sure does seem like Miz is a part of this, does it not? Maybe, possibly. Oh, probably not. Okay. So the wrestlers get back there and, oh, my God, this group is so powerful. They take them all. No, they just ran away. (laughs) They spray painted something again. Please find somebody in this group that can use a spray paint. It never works. I don't know what they spray painted. It's You know what, Larry? How about this? Buy quality spray paint and this won't be a problem. Everything they do looks like, uh, who was the guy with the, the paint drops? See, yeah, sure. Paint drop McGee. Yes. Uh, why did, why, uh, he makes more <laughs> sense. I don't care. Who am I? Uh, Spotch, Spotchy, Spotchy the painter. Uh, bro Splotch. kick. Splotchy. Oh, oh, Seamus runs in and bro kicks <clears throat> E just so I don't. So I can go home not knowing anyone's alignment, right. including the invading group. I'm totally confused. Yep. And then to make it even worse, Braun enters. Yep. What? I don't Where's know. Where's everybody and, go? And what is he, Braun? And remember Braun's really long hair that was tied back with his bad hairline? Now he's bald, so he looks just like the big show. Because that's what you want to do. Braun comes in and he says, I'm going to beat up the fiend and he's going to see it coming. Everyone is pooping on the, the tagline. They don't like it. They don't like it. I don't like it either. Everybody is saying, you will see it coming. That's Yeah. He's very bald. He's very evil. And Braun <coughs> says he's going to eat the intestines of a fiend. Yuck. All right. Alexa Bliss runs out. Wasn't there an evasion going on backstage? Wasn't there yep. craziness Where was running she? around? Yep. Now this is a thing. So, uh, okay, go ahead. She says, she says, Braun, I don't, I want to talk about you because you're not really evil. You're a good guy. And Braun says, you're Alexa Bliss. You wanted me to be something I'm not. And again, more close-ups, which are not attractive. Don't make people look good. No. And he says, everyone, Braun says, everyone the Fiend comes into contact with changes them, including you. And he just wants a feed. He doesn't carry a thing. She says, this is maybe one of the dumber things I've ever seen in wrestling. Okay. She says, I need to slap some sense into you. Here, come closer. Right. She let me do it. going to slap you. Yes. Why would he do it? Now, let me tell you what I thought up to this point. I thought for sure that last week when Braun was like, I don't care about that Alexa Bliss. And this week when he was like, I don't care about you, Alexa Bliss. And he wouldn't look her in the eye. It's for sure the Spider-Man thing where he doesn't want his enemies to think he cares about anybody. So he's going to say he hates her. So the fiend leaves her alone. That's what I got out of it. Right. But instead, they got to throw all these weird things at the end that make absolutely no sense. And I don't think that we're going to get an answer out of this. Unless this is Venom, unless this is like the the Fiend's mask, which I thought, I said this a year ago, that if this is like Venom and this mask can transfer from one person to the other and the Fiend isn't necessarily Bray Wyatt, it's whoever wears the mask, then maybe Braun Strowman can turn into the Fiend. But if that's not the case, I don't understand this next part at all. Please explain. First off, that is a fantastic storyline. 
that you could have just used with Finn Balor and the Demon. But sure, course, absolutely. Did, but remember when they tried when they tried it with Finn Balor and uh, it was Gauze Head Sister Abigail against Pretty ah. Little Tiger Finn Balor. Remember that? He's a lovely tiger. Pumpkin, head, yes. Pumpkin face, yeah. Gourd head. <sighs> so Braun gets mad and he presses Alexa Bliss and the fiend sounds fiend sounds start. Braun's got her up. And oh, but the lights go out. When we come back, she's on the ground. Braun is teleported. The fiend's teleported in. There's no Braun. This will never be explained. That's a But Braun's Again, teleported away to the Tron. So he he's Braun inside. Braun now laughing, but then both of them laugh. I don't understand we can, any we can of this. Still rescue this but what does won't. this mean? Okay, still make this good. You can still they make won't. this work. But didn't the blackout part seem like a copy paste from Flair and Orton? Okay, a lot of things are are copy paste from what's going on Larry, and everything else. Real quick though, copy paste, high five. Okay, that's it. Okay, compared to Raw, the show was not bad. Let me guess the show name. L- Love the blank. Can't say that <laughs> other word. Coming soon. Coming soon. Love in the blank. I if any Larry, if anyone can guess this, they get a they're gonna get a fifty dollar prize pack from me. Love in the blank. And you have to tell me why it's called that. And if you can no, guess that no, show. No. What? Well, oh, wait, yeah, well, well, if they guess the name, they're going to know who and why. Well, but I'm saying, but they have to explain it, too. And if they get it, $50 prize pack, I will mail it to them. I promise. For at least first first three that send it in. I don't think anyone's going to guess it. but Okay, anyway, go ahead. But There is so many things going on in WWE that could be... We've went from nothing <clears throat> happening to things being there, but they're not being done in an yeah. entertaining or creative or even correct way. I know. I know. And it's really sad. Like, I I wish The Fiend, I wish Braun would become The Fiend. I wish I know. the, the cool things would happen. Wonderful. You can't trust these people. I don't trust them as far as I could throw them. And I can't throw WWE very far because they're a whole company. So a whole pound of company men love. Okay. So SmackDown emails. I'm going to read one more here. This one says, uh, greetings, SW efforts. I sat and watched SmackDown and I'm left with many questions. I know the smart wrestling guru hopefully can answer. And maybe Larry too. One, didn't Shorty G turn heel? Yes. For that matter, didn't Seamus turn face? Yes. Two, why is Reverend Devon back in Big E's body? And will Deacon Batista be back? <laughs> Maybe. Three. Why was I so excited to see Joseph Parks? Because he's awesome. It's so... I, because it's, he is again, everything that's out, right with, with fun television. How about that? I'm not saying make a whole show about him, although I would watch it. But what I'm <laughs> saying is he's everything that's... He knows how to act he knows the part he knows who he is he knows how to do the the the, all the right faces he knows he knows he is a true pro that's why he's awesome number four didn't retribution beat up the performance center guys so why do they just why did they just boo instead of joining in on the fight yeah once the performance center kids get beat up don't they aren't they allowed to fight back yes 
Thanks. I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Sincerely, Slowbro Brazil Jr. Um, P.S. It's really nice to see how consistent WWE is with their misbehaving wrestlers. Velveteen Dream comes back and he's in the main event. Disgusting. I'm with you there, buddy. I'm with you there. Romeo and Juliet. F you. F you with that. He denied everything until they found a loophole. How old is he? Now he's 24. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. No, I'm just I'm making disgusted noises. Oh, okay. Do you have an email about them, though, the, the, the retribution? Do you have one of them? Have I them? have them. Yeah. Retribution questions. Yeah, please. Hey, guys. Other than Drake Maverick, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt, and bilateral <laughs> amputee wrestler Dustin Thomas. Stop. Who do you think is an aces and eights? Or I mean retribution. No, read Keep that again. Aces, aces, aces and what? Aces and five. Five, eight. Ah, aces and five, eights. His joke was way too good for me. Aces <laughs> and five, eights. Yeah. As in height. Or I mean retribution. Keep up the great work. Joshy the Josh. I was calling okay, him that. This too, is an so. unfair yeah. question. They yeah. don't know. They Joe, sure do you don't. For one minute, they have in. Listen, not only do, not only do they not know, I understand that it's okay to not know if you have the basic structure written out and you really have a real ending. Then it's okay to not know. It's also okay to use placeholders for now because if you use the real guys, people would figure it out and it would be ruined. So if you know who it's going to be, putting placeholders in really isn't bad. The problem is WWE is using placeholders and they have no idea when they're going to reveal this or what's going to be the reveal or anything. We, For all we know, the reveal could be at SummerSlam on Sunday. And Payback could be all matches with those guys against the WWE guys in one week. Because that's that what... W- would like, every match? That's what WWE would do. They would reveal the perpetrators and then blow off every match at the next pay-per-view in one week. <laughs> I can't... I, I can't... I totally expect the main event of SummerSlam to be ruined by retribution just because they haven't done anything of substance yet. Right. Well, I could see that. Would but that that's, be the Orton one? Or? But I would see that coming. And the main event. Uh, okay. Should I tell you what I think the main event of, of the pay-per-view should be? I don't even know what uh, what the uh, which one I would guess is going to be the main event. Okay. I I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Earlier in the night, you can put on the universal title match. You have Braun versus Bray, and either you either one of two things. You either have Braun win, but he wins as the fiend, and the whole and, and then that's the whole shock. You never saw that coming, right? The other thing you could do is have the fiend win, and then everyone that's on those virtual fans like cameras and stuff, every one of those squares turns into a fiend mask. So there's all these fiends in the audience. That's a thing they wanted to do with cheap masks at WrestleMania years ago and couldn't do, but now they have the technology oh, that they... That's c- a good thing, though. Yeah. The technology... I mean, don't you think that's great? I think that's great. Okay. Super great. Like, super great, right? It's much okay. better than the worms during the Orton match. Yes, Remember that was that? stupid. That was stupid, but my idea is good. Now, that's my one idea for that match. My other idea is that later in the night, at the main event, you can have Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre, and you can have... Shawn Michaels out there and you can have all the teases you want. You can have him try to, 
you know, super kick or sweet chin music, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, you could even have, I guess, I guess that you never, I'll tell you this, the never, you never see it coming could be Shawn Michaels super kicking Drew in the face for not helping him. That would explain what happens at the end. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and, and that's fine with me because before this raw where that could have been the, you know, that's what, what I think you never see coming is, is that Sean costs, um, drew the title is that Randy Orton and Ric Flair were so smart that they used the retribution lighting issues and the technical difficulties to pretend that there was an outage at the end of the show to conveniently happen during the punt to Flair's head. And if you saw on a, like a, uh, an indoor, what's that called? Like security camera that could see in the dark or whatever, you would see him like them laugh as he walked by and didn't really kick Flair in the head because this was all a ruse because Flair's still the dirtiest player in the game. And Flair is going to help Randy Orton win the title at SummerSlam and make Drew seem like a, the biggest schmuck on earth. Now that you would never see coming. And I thought that could be it. But after the Shawn Michaels thing, now I'm not so sure. So, but there you go. That's, I mean, if you book anything, any one of those three scenarios, the Ric Flair part, the Shawn Michaels part, or the Fiend stuff, either way, whether, like I said, whether it's the Venom thing or the, all the masks on the, on the, tri- I'd be happy with any of that. Is there something to look forward to at SummerSlam? Now we're going to get to Raw and we're going to talk more, but is... There must be, right? I. <laughs> You're not sure. Springs Eternal. Mm. If if just get one thing right, just get one interesting thing, especially when you've called it. I'm never going to see it coming. Yeah. Get one thing right. Hmm. Some. Okay. I'm just not sure. I just don't know anyone that's called that yet, and I thought it was just. I thought those were were pretty clever booking ideas in a sea of, like non-creativity from WWE. Okay, this is one thing I will say about the whole, this whole brother love era that we're in right now. Yeah. We may get creativity during pay-per-views because he is old school. He is he is totally phoning it yeah, in. Yeah, but also on Larry, shows, he's there not, is a possibility they way, will do something on a pay-per-view if he has. You say that, but he, he wants to deliver good ratings for Vince. He does not... I don't know if he cares about the pay-per-views anymore. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Regardless of that, okay. So that's that. Uh, let me do Raw right now. Because it's Raw, maybe live. Who the F knows anymore? And it finds out that, guess what? It's not live. This was supposed to be a live show and it wasn't. Um, weird rewinding thing for the intro, which will make no sense in a few minutes. Um, we're still at the Performance Center, so there's no Terror Dome tonight. Uh, tonight's Rey Mysterio is going to come back, they think. It's a rumor. And then we're going to have a tag match. Asuka and Shayna have to get along against Sasha and Bailey. And Shawn Michaels returns to Raw tonight. And I just wrote, yuck. Okay, Drew McIntyre comes out. Uh, and I already explained what I think about the whole Orton Flair thing. And I thought that the Lights Out thing was their trick. And if that's it, they're very smart. And if Shawn Michaels... Uh, Sweet Chin Music's Drew, which I think that will happen. I think it's very smart, too. Um, okay, but here's the problem. Are we doing evolution, except it's de-evolution, where everybody's old or something? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not sure, but it could be. Um, Drew says what Orton did to Flair was unforgivable, and he's going to hurt Orton for this and all the things that he's done to all these people. But the graphics are all messed up. 
and we're seeing all these weird like keys on the screen, lower thirds on the screen, weird camera angles, switcher issues. I just thought Kevin Dunn was drunk, but it turns out that this is supposed to be um, retribution. Um, oh, he can we, be drunk too. And I think he's also drunk at the same time, allegedly. No, he is, um, allegedly. Um, but then, oh, look, it's a camera running up to the truck. Oh, Retribution's breaking into the truck. Like, how oh, did they do all wow. that switching garbage before that minute? This is so, like, so poorly done and so lazy. High five. Um, and we go, we cut to black. And then you think your TV's broken and eventually it goes to commercial. Think about how much money was lost in that black period there. Just in that few seconds. Stupid. They replay the graphics mess up and you think that your hat, like your TV's broken again. And then backstage jobbers are arguing and Drew McIntyre comes in and he says, I heard Ric Flair is going to be fine. Just like Rey Mysterio's eye. And Rollins and Murphy come in to mock Drew. And Drew says, nobody respects you, locker room leader Seth Rollins. They'll never listen to you. And Ricochet and Cedric are like, hey, I heard a rumor that Rey Mysterio is here tonight. And this looked like it was booking like Rollins against Drew or something. No, it's nothing. This is nothing. This was I, all I for nothing. It was, are they trying to make us think that I just can't buy into the fact that anyone's scared of retribution. Anyone. They're not. They're not. Hurt Business comes out to the ring. MVP says, listen, retribution, the Hurt Business is open for business. So. Yeah, I love come, that line. That was stupid. Come and get us. He says, but you know what I did? I I always heard follow the money. So what I did was I looked back and I figured who could benefit most from this retribution bullcrap and i bet apollo cruz while he was sitting at home injured from the full lashley are they really calling it full lashley now instead of full nelson yes it does sound like that but seriously because i heard full lashley and then at the and then later when he talks to cedric he said full nelson twice so i don't know well he did i bet this was taped out of order anyway so cruz um, he says, I bet Apollo Cruz and all his pals are the ones that came up with this whole retribution thing. So Cruz comes out. MVP says Cruz fears using, losing the U S title and having his push stopped again. And Cruz says, that's true. And he, but he says, I want to match with Shelton Benjamin. And then if I win, then you and Lashley are banned at SummerSlam, but you and Lashley, that's MVP. He's in the match. What? He just said that's if he so wins, weird. MVP's banned from that his That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So I know what he meant, but that's not what he said. I know, but that's not how things work. You can't not, you say. I know. So already, oh my God, tonight's going to be the night of almost no ring entrances. It's insane. They're trying this new ratings trick, trick in quotes, like a life hack. They're trying a ratings hack where if you don't do the entrances, people won't be bored and there's constant action on your screen or constant talking, but never an entrance. This will not work. But anyway, um, high five. Uh, already in the ring, already in progress, Shelton versus Cruz. Truth and the ninjas run through the ring because Truth is 24-7 champ, so they're chasing him. Roll up, Cruz wins and beats Shelton Benjamin. And then they break out into a fight. Ricochet and Pals come out for the save. Truth runs out, and Shelton wins the 24-7 title oh, yeah. from Truth. 
out, like for no reason. Then MVP wants a six-man elimination tag match, and he says, listen, it's going to be me and my Hurt Business versus you, Cruz, and if you can find two other guys that will be in your team, he's standing by three other people that are his <laughs> friends. That oh, my fun. God. That was so dumb. But here's the problem. Here's yeah. the pro- another problem I have with this. We just watched them wrestle a singles match with a stipulation. Yeah. But this one had nothing on the line. Not only that. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write about that then, and I'll talk about it. And then I'm also going to blow your mind by breaking the 24-7 title rules. Stay yes. tuned for that. Stay tuned for that life hack. Angel Garza's backstage with some street urchin. Ivar comes in and he invites her to Raw Underground and gives her a turkey leg. Angel says, "How many says, weeks has this woman been here? Three. Well, that's one, one was ta- one was taped twice in one day, so she's only actually been there two. But, but still, this is going longer than. And also, a is lot. she a hostage? Okay. Also, did they rent her? I think they rented her, um, which is possible. So." He gives her a turkey leg and Angel says, I did not poison the Montez Ford. And then he throws the turkey leg or smacks it away. Larry, Ivar, remember? Okay. Ivar uses the force to get it back like he did in that one cinematic match. It is now canon that Ivar has force powers. Because if it happens in a cinematic match, that's one thing. It happened on live Raw. Yeah. Why do we want this? We don't. They announced Thunderdome Theory on SmackDown, like we said. We already talked about it. Okay. Already in the ring, Ivar versus Already in the ring, Angel Garza. So again, the night of no entrances. Backstage, Vapid Urchin, that's what I wrote about her, uh, watches, and she's so bad. And Dawkins comes in too and talks to her. Cheating in the ring, Angel Garza wins. Dawkins is on the Tron with Vapid Rent-A-Human. Dawkins is like... Hey, yo, I'm so happy about this video, fam. Now, knowing what it is, he shouldn't be happy. He should be really mad. Um, But he's like, hey, Angel, how about you know about that video? And Charlie, hmm, yeah, Charlie. Okay, what? This is so strangely, I can't say broken. The way it's framed is weird because then Samoa Joe says... Yeah, let's yeah. go through the whole thing and then we'll... I am. Samoa Joe goes, yeah, I know about that video with Angel Garza because, you know... And Zelina Vega goes, what video are you talking about? Now, he says, did he, didn't he say, I know about that video with Angel Garza? He did. Okay. He did. Okay. This is the problem here. He explains to Vega, he says, you know, with this retribution thing, security is upped and we've been looking at all the old security footage and people tell me things because I'm backstage and whatever. He says, you know, you can see how far people are willing to go. But then he botches his line. He says, when nobody they think is watching, that's a walking whiteboard. Okay, Let's stop here because this doesn't really have to do with what we're going to get in later. Okay. Here's what I wrote. This is what we talked about earlier, patching holes. Yeah. Why do we need the extra? Why couldn't he have just gotten this in the email from whoever the the old videotaping guy was? Right. I don't know why. Also, I wrote uh, they wouldn't because I thought something really bad was going to happen. Oh, it's keep going. Backstage, Dawkins and the vapid human are there. Angel comes in and then Charlie comes in. And she's like, wait, what video? Now I'm nervous because we have 
Garza being freaked out about some video. Wait, 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 wait. Don't undersell it. Garza being freaked out about some video where he said Garza and that no one about that video. Right. We have Charlie going, please let me in on this video thing you're talking about. And I'm thinking they would never do it. No. You're not going to tell me that Angel's been trying to date Charlie and that one night he decided that week that Montez was was poisoned to put something in Charlie's drink and then Montez drank it by mistake? Is that what this is? Because if that happens, guess what? I swore we would not do Raw on this show if that's what it was. So I thought WWE would never do that. They can't. That's too low. That Now, to be fair... When they, you texted me they, about that... Yeah. It, because as soon as you texted me... It all falls in place. And yes, can, it does. If you it's don't all there. Us, just rewatch it and think about think about how that all falls in place, and think about how it really ends up and the real resolution. It yeah, I, cutting room floor. I'll just say that. Also, I, I said, listen, we we can't because w, this is beneath WWE. This is a thing they did do. If you remember, they did do this in the Attitude Era. Okay, but. I'm saying, but I know that, but I'm saying they have done this before. So I couldn't put it past them. Now I didn't think they would do it tonight, but for a second, I could never believe they would have done it today. No, but we, you remember it, right? Yeah. They've done it. Okay. So I remember two times, two times, at least, at least twice. So anyway, yeah. Guess what? Here's the video. Charlie can't believe it. It's a video of Zelina Vega standing in front of a red cup. They never show anything. But still, they just told us the obvious, simple answer. The answer you told wasn't correct. The simple, which means it has to be something else. Because here's the other, here's the other. Okay. Here's the missing piece. They never showed a second part where Montez comes in and drinks from that cup. They would have video footage of that. Why wasn't that part of this? That would clear everything up because here's what ends up happening. Vega. Oh, uh, Montez Ford shows up and they beat up the heels. That's it. Like Vegas, Vega doesn't go, ha ha, I'm a heel. I did it. I like to lie. That didn't happen. You know what she said? She said, that's not proof. And she's right. That means, sadly, there's still a chance that it was Angel and it was exactly what I'm no, saying. No. no, I think what you're saying was the original story. Okay. And somebody who is not a monster. Yeah, said, said you can't, can't do that. Do this. Right. Because here's so because they, right. Because so here's this, what ended up this happening. This thing is a plug. Right. And if they need to, then it will just be this stupid simplest answer. If they can think of something in a week that kind of right. they can kind of because, get around it or do something right. else, because, they'll go for that. But if not, they'll just leave it as this, oh look, the easiest, simple, obvious answer. Right. That was it. But Good let me night. tell you something here. It was never the, the simple answer because, again, no. why would a smart manager wreck their match at SummerSlam? Okay, first of all, how would she also know that that would last until SummerSlam? And also, how did she know that that wouldn't kill him? So this is all bad on a lot of different levels. But 
Let's just talk about the fact that if that really was supposed to be Vega poisoning the drink, which I'm not even still convinced that it was, because even Tom said when we came back that it looked like she did something to it because he doesn't know and he's not sure. And I'm not either because, again, she could have been standing in front of it on her phone. We don't know. The point is this. If it ends up just being Vega poison the drink, then here was the story. Let me remind you of the story. Poisoning. I Vega, you did it. I did not do it. No, I didn't. Yes, I did. That was the story. Imagine right now, let's let's do the worst case scenario. Imagine the whole story was date rape drug. Yeah. And then someone said no. That's they said that's I, like I, the worst I, thing you could possibly do. But okay, but it, it, I'm saying this is the this is even worse than that. This is even worse than someone said no, and they said yeah, we can't do that. Imagine because this could be happening right now. Yeah, they said date rape drug. Somebody that wasn't a monster said we can't do this. Yes, and they said this could be. I'm not saying they said you know what? Let's just film a, a segment to get through tonight. And I am going to argue for the date rape drug until next week. That's what it's doesn't that this could is be that what is that? not what it seems like? Because I, I can't put the, anything the past WWE. Right here. Yes, and that's because if it so wasn't, sad. If it wasn't, if it was, it was date rape drug. Someone says we can't do that. Yeah, the obvious answer is, oh my God, you're right. Let's just do obvious. The heel did a heel thing, and heel manager goes, ha, 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 I'm so evil, yeah. and twirls their mustache and runs away. That didn't happen. If you ask me, there's two people, two or more people on either side fighting for this. And yep. God, I hope the, the guy who has some bit of a soul Because otherwise, this. why is Vegas still denying it? Exactly. This doesn't exactly. make any sense. She should have mustache sense. twirled, ran away, done and done. Stupid <sighs> story, but it's done. I hate it. We've seen them bail on stories before, and because it's wrestling, you can be like, ha ha, I'm evil, story over. Even if it's stupid, you can end a bad story. But they didn't. She is. (sighs) Wow. This really worked me up, and I really got it mad, and whatever. Anyway, already in the ring, Mickey James versus already in the ring, Natalia with Lana. If you remember, last week, Mickey read the script, so she told us that this match was going to happen. So... Not only is this something I don't care about because I'd like to see Mickey James do something, but I know she's not going to. This is one of those. Remember when they would have cruiserweights on SmackDown and then they would be wrestling while you would be watching all this other stuff happen in the back that was more interesting? Well, that's what they do here. So this is the cruiserweights, Mickey James against Natalia in the ring. They're having whatever they're having. If it's a good match, bad match, I wouldn't know because here's the story. Rollins and Murphy come out to interrogate Samoa Joe. So they're like, Samoa Joe, how do you know stuff? How do you, are you the little birdie that told Cedric and Ricochet? Why do you know that Ray's going to be here? How, why is he going to be here? We never get to see the much of the match at all. And guess what? Count out. Natalia wins. This is so gross and so dumb. Mickey kicks Lana in the face. Nobody's paying attention because this is all about Seth Rollins. He asks if Rand Dominic show up tonight. He says, listen, If they show up tonight, neither of them are going to make it to SummerSlam. Okay, first of all, how? Even I write how, and then Byron asks, what do they mean? How are they going to do that? In other words, Byron even did math and went, wait, Ray and Dominic, that's two people. Murphy and Rollins, that's two people. How 
could Rollins guarantee that those guys wouldn't make it to summer? He couldn't. And he didn't. He fails later. What was his plan? I thought, oh, he's going to have a bigger faction, whatever. Somebody's going to show up. They're going to bring back that other horrible monster that was on the list with Velveteen Dream. What's his name? Theory. They're going to bring him back. No. Oh. It, was, it was nothing. I, I don't know if anyone's writing anything now. I can't figure it out. Because, and, and I hate what, and you'll find this if you go through a lot of stuff and, and you can always spot that BS artist, which, uh, well, I guess what is, what's the, what do they steal from you? Lost. Yeah. Snappy snapshot you, ghosts. You could, as soon as YouTube. I saw the comic book with the polar bears. I thought this would be amazing. Berenstain bears conspiracy. If it was a real thing, it would be amazing. But part of me knew part of me could smell. That they never whole, wrote it. Can't. Yeah. You, you haven't. They took pieces yet. of the great things I, I have and they went, this is cool. We don't understand it, but this is cool. Mystery box, mystery box, mystery box. The end. Yeah. You can smell the BS. Oh, you, you can, can smell when someone doesn't have the out. Yep. And I smell that in WWE all over. And I hope they prove me wrong this weekend. And you I want will some, tell you if they do. I agree. You want some more BS? WWE says, get Peacock Network now to watch more WWE stuff. Cripes, how many freaking networks do I have to pay for? And what is going to be on there that's not everywhere else? Yes, why? I don't understand. Are they going to take we things? We can get into this later because isn't there going to be a special watch old rotten SummerSlam crap you don't want to watch on yes. Fox or something? Yes. So No. Who is watching that show? I don't know. They're like, okay, I'll talk about it when we get there. Um, Sasha and Bailey come out. Tom says they have the gauntlet ahead of them this Sunday. No, you idiot. Asuka does. She's the one that wrestles two people. What do you think a gauntlet is? What is his... What is... I mean, honestly, they have the best of. Think about at least one of them is getting a wrestler who's already been in a big battle. Yes. It's not the worst thing to cap, but they had to defend their title, right? How is it a gauntlet for them? It's not at all. Okay, just but I'm saying it's not even the worst thing ever. No, for them. they okay. So th- this is awesome. So Bailey and Sasha are in the ring, and they want the. Each one wants the other one to wrestle first at SummerSlam. Yeah. They're like, well, who's going to wrestle first? No, I, I think you should go first. No, this is awesome. Bailey, they finally settle on it. And I thought Sasha was going to be mad, but she wasn't. Bailey goes, okay, fine. I'll do all the heavy lifting. And then I'll, you're my best friend. So I'll let you easily beat Asuka. And instead of getting mad, Sasha's like, oh, thanks. I know. I like that. I- that was great. But then Sasha tells us about a brand new tag team I've never heard of. She says, we still don't know who we're going to have to face at Payback. Whether it's um, the whether it's Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, whether it's the Akinox, Larry, who's the Akinox? Oh, uh, they're the Mountie sisters. Are they? Akinox. Larry, she meant the Iconics. I've never heard a word botched that poorly. Do you want it? I have. It's I have almost a cl- great. I have a clip. A Do you want thing. it? I, I yes, have a clip I want here. It. Okay, let's see. Okay, here we go. It'd be Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. The Akinux. The Akinux. Oh, God bless her. Just checking. Um, So, Shane, (laughs) yuck, yuck, Akinux. 
Shayna comes out and she says, listen, I don't care who wins those titles at SummerSlam. Whoever wins them, I got next. Which leads me to believe that she's going to go for both. Which leads me to believe Asuka's winning both. Okay, Asuka comes out. She says, Shayna, tonight you have to fight with me. But uh, then after that, you fight against me. That's it. So Sasha and Bailey against Shayna and Asuka. Oh my God, what is this match? Nia Jax comes through the crowd, punches the plexiglass, which Shayna's leaning up against, and punches her face off. Then she rolls around with Shayna to the outside, I guess, because now it's a handicap match, Asuka against two people. Um, but then eventually Shayna comes back, Kirifu to clutch on Bailey, and Bailey taps out. So right there, whether you want it or not, that pretty much earned Shayna a title shot anyway. Uh, but Shayna and Asuka win the match, so... You know, that's a little precursor there that it's not going to be that hard in a singles match for Shayna to beat them. Because if you remember, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm go pretty ahead. sure we're an hour four of, overall, right? It seems like the ninth hour. So Apollo Crews um, tells Ricochet and Ali, he's like, I chose you two as my partners. And Tedrick is like, why not? Why, do you, wh- why not me? You, you hate me? He hate me now. So they leave and Randy Orton walks in. And the crowd, NXT kids go, what was, why were they, what, what? All of them, the entire audience. I think I figured it out. You know how Raw has been, Raw is segregation. They were shocked that Orton Uh occupied the same space as some African-American wrestlers. Yeah, that's what it seems like they were shocked by. Now, like he can't play jazz, and then he gets a bass out. And he's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a master. Yeah, it's horrible. I can't even believe how bad this this is. Now, okay, you saw that commercial for the Bradshaw Bunch, which is just Terry Bradshaw and his family. No, why would I watch? Even if I saw that commercial, I would okay, run away. It's been on a few times, like not just tonight. He has a family. <sighs> What's the joke? Nothing. I didn't think he was married. He has a bunch of kids and a wife. Yeah. Really? I always Larry, thought he was not the marrying type. Terry Bradshaw was said? gay? What? I always thought. No. Yeah. Okay, not only is he not, get this. Huh. Not that there's anything wrong with that. He could get gay no. up all he wants. But listen. Wrong with that. No. No, my father's gay. And dead. <laughs> He's dead. Um, so now gay, but, dead. gay dead gay. No, no, in all seriousness though, this is um this this show is Hogan Knows Best. How is it not Hogan Knows Best? A few things. One. Uh, he's, he's probably not racist. He's one. married to someone that looks like Linda Hogan. Two. His kid looks like Linda Hogan and, and Brooke Hogan. Three. They're both named Terry. This is like the same show, except with football instead of wrestling. Now, did he hang around Hogan? And- no, I don't think he's racist, <laughs> but we didn't get, you know, the show's new. So who knows? I just wanted to let you know. Um, okay, so Drew McIntyre backstage with Shawn Michaels. Oh, remember tonight they said Shawn Michaels returns to Raw, right? Right? Yeah. Okay, so here it is. Shawn says, I know how much Rick meant to you. Is he dead? <laughs> Why did he keep saying that? He's Like, he kept talking. He was like, and he meant that much to me, too. Is he okay, dead? Do you is think he dead? Rick meant that much to Drew? No. I don't know that history. Hmm. <clears throat> I know the history of him and Sean. Yeah, but how do you know that? Because of tonight? Or do you know it? 
No, no, no. I Rick and Sean, not oh, Drew. Oh, because Sean. right, that's what I thought. Because here's what. Here's the next part. Drew is all sad because he thinks he let Shawn Michaels down. And Shawn talks for two minutes about, which felt like two hours, about, and it was so boring, about how Drew was injured and he kept coming to school at the wrestling school or whatever, you know, NXT, not school, whatever, developmental. And he kept coming in and it was okay because he was doing his rehab to come back to WWE and all this stuff. Okay. Again, if you're going to have this big relationship between Drew and HBK and you've never told me about it on a WWE show other than like a documentary before, assume I don't know about it. Also, this is where I realize Raw is so boring and three hours is way too much. And I know we say that every week, but this week I was feeling the drag. It was so bad. Yeah, this. What really shocked me was when Raw Underground started and I knew that was a 10 o'clock spot. Yeah. And I couldn't believe. Like, how is there an I hour left? An hour left. And right. also, Sean, Sean, uh, sorry, Shane McMahon lies. So actually, Raw Underground starts at 9.53. So then you still have an hour and seven minutes left So because he's a liar. Backstage. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Rick, okay. Rick Flair, blah, 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 Shawn Michaels, right? Okay. Yeah. Tom says... Ric Flair is recovering and will do better over time. Is he explaining healing to me the way I was explaining aging earlier? Like as I'm doing it as a joke. Is he being serious? Finally, Tom understands is the phrase time heals all wounds. Oh my God. He figured it uh, out and he's letting us know. He knows. Okay. Well, Ex- okay, we're talking about Ric Flair. So technically, up to a point, and then it's going to end. Oh, my God. Probably sooner than later. Wow, that's bad. Uh, oh, he said sooner than later, like a dummy. Okay, it's fine. Backstage. <laughs> yes. He's older ba- than he's ever been. And now he's even older. Backstage, <laughs> the Riot Squad and the Iconics, or the Akinucks, are back there, whatever. Akinucks. <laughs> and once again, they make an excuse as to why Billy can't wrestle a singles match because she's so horrendous in the ring. But it's almost tongue-in-cheek. It's almost like they know what we're thinking. They're like, oh, she has an ingrown nail and she can't wrestle. Shayna is there on the side with her henchies from from MMA, the three horsewomen or whatever. I don't like this. It's going to get really dumb. The more fighter women you put in there, the less it takes away from her. I agree. There's too many fighter women. And also they're go- they're character. both junky compared to her. Already in the ring, Peyton Royce versus Already in the Ring Ruby Riot. Interference. They call the spinning um Brainbuster the deja vu now, and that's fine. Peyton wins. And oh, not only can Billy not wrestle Larry, Billy doesn't understand how letters work because she calls them all like she calls the Riot Squad Juicers. <laughs> she uses her left hand, which makes it a J. Maybe she knows something I don't know. Juicers. Backstage, Shane and a bodyguard, Mr. Jordan back there. Um, Jordan Big Ninja, that's his name. Um, This week, Raw Underground comes back from break and we start at 9.53. So again, he says tune in at 10 for Raw Underground. If you tuned in at 10, you missed it by five minutes. 
Um, if Eric, you're tuning in for Raw I know, Underground, I know. you're really the dumbest person I've ever known. <laughs> you I, really are. And I've said that about other things, but no. If that is – I can't wait till 10 o'clock for Raw Underground. I know. No one says that. There's no one doing – I know. Oh. I know. Okay, so Eric – Eric is in the ring from the Viking Raiders. He beats some jobber. Then Shane asks Dolph to rate the match. He says four out of 10 to do a Bret Hart joke. So he buries Raw Underground basically. And Shane has to like try and fix it. He's like, uh, well, I'd give it a little higher than that. Saying the show is junk. And then Eric versus Dolph is your match next. So you would think, oh, this is easy, right? No, Dolph uses his dumb sleeper and a thumb to the eye. And they're like, no rules, no rules, no rules. And the Viking Raiders suck. They both There's lost no tonight. rules now. Yeah. There'll be weird. Ah, this is terrible. This is Shane McMahon is going through his midlife. Remember when Eric Bischoff I know. went through his midlife crisis I know. with motorcycles and karate black belt? Yep. Shane's going through this whole with the underground fight club, fight club. UFC. I agree. I agree. So. Other Viking Ivar comes in and throws Dolph into a COVID crowd. Did you notice how week one, lots of masks, strippers. Week two, no masks, almost no masks, absolutely no strippers. Week three, no strippers, no masks. What is going on? I don't. I don't know either. This is, I've cared. I can't think of anything happening in WWE that was made out to be something that I cared so little about. Yeah. In this fight club. This is the most nothing something that I can remember for I agree. a long time. I agree. No one, no one's enjoying this. No one because I'll point out later. Keep going. I'll point out later because <laughs> even if you some weirdo who would enjoy this, I know it gets ruined for him later. But I know. Rand Dominic come out. Ray says, My eye is all patched up, but Dominic was crucified, and I felt a rage that I never felt before. I will be in your co- corner at SummerSlam, Dominic. And you know what Punk Dominic says? He starts to sound like he's going to say, no, daddy, I have to do this by myself. He's like, which, yes, he starts to say it. And then he goes like, "Okay, cool. What? He's like, any cheating I can do is great. I'm 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 just a punk. I want to go rob a convenience store. I don't know what it is. He has like a look about him like he's he's a scarred child. I'm not really sure. I don't know what they're going to do with him. Why did I they, feel bad saying it, but why did like, they they hope something's wrong to this horse? I don't know. I don't know. Rollins on the Tron. He says stuff and he's like, and oh, he says things about crucifixion and stuff. And Ray says, you are the you are the Monday night Messiah. You are the man of such big words. What does that mean? What does well, that compared mean? to Ray, I think we are we're all. <coughs> and then Rollins goes, okay, guys, just stay out there because I said I was going to beat you up. So just wait there for a minute. And I think, oh, okay. So this will be the part where the lights go out and then Retribution comes out. And then we think that Rollins has to do with it. So we think Miz on SmackDown. We think Rollins here. This is going to make sense, right? No. They actually wait there in real time from Rollins and Murphy to get from whatever room they were in to Gorilla to out. What? Are you... It re- that's the best but, use. But for you could payoff, Joe. Obviously, it was a great payoff. Okay, I'll tell you what the payoff is. Well, first of all, we couldn't afford to do anyone's ring entrance tonight, but we could afford to wait for them to walk in real time from the catering or whatever. Then we see their entrance. They're the, one of the only people to get entrances all night. And then Ray and Dominic just leave the ring like scared, like 
like chickens. Wow, that was, yeah, things happened. And then Ray goes on the other side of the ring, and Dominic, again, ready to rob the convenience store, grabs a kendo stick, two of them, and sneaks behind the heels and does a heely thing and attacks them. Like he did begin in the beginning of this feud. Why is Dominic just as healy as Rollins? This doesn't make any sense. I I really hate this feud. I hate Seth Rollins now. I know. Beat down on Rollins and the heels run away. But wow. Wow. Rollins really failed. Like really bad. What was his his plan? Please tell me. Wait, before you say anything else, tell me what Rollins plan was. To come out and fight because they said come out and fight. But it was two on two. Why would he just want to do that? I don't know. Okay. I'm just checking. But what they should have done, if you want to make me interested in an invasion instead of this whole guys with the hoodies, I would love to see some group be like, we're S.H.I.E.L.D. now. We're the new S.H.I.E.L.D. Because you guys suck. Yeah. Where's, you know, where's what's his face? Look at you, Seth. I I wish. At least that would be something. I know. I agree. But wow, Seth is junk. Roman Reigns is gone. We've got Nexus point point five because they're not even as good. It's I don't like it. Yep. So, and there's always a chance that by the end of this, the guy's going to be like seven feet tall and it's going to be Wade Barrett and it is Nexus. But you know, whatever. Um, Shawn Michaels returns to Raw tonight. The graphic says, "Then what the f did we see?" <laughs> he talked so long I was falling asleep. What do you mean he returns to Raw? He did. Remember other weeks they would say like, Ric Flair's on Raw and he was on in, on Skype for 30 seconds and they counted that? Wow. Backstage, Cedric exists. This was awesome. MVP sidles up to him and he tries to turn Cedric again. This and was good. MVP's always good. I wish yeah. this... Love it. it. Do you know what's really upsetting me is I wish... I can't believe I'm saying that. I wish yeah. Lashley was in a world title. I wish I know this group was because, involved in real well, important things. Give it give it time, but I think Retribution ruins a lot of the plans, though, for that. So we'll see. Um, more Raw Underground. This is Arturo Huas versus Riddick Moss. Okay, I don't know these guys, but there are you people do. who do. You do. You do. Okay. okay. I don't care about these guys. Okay, that's but fair. There are people who do. So... Maybe, maybe that tiny, tiny population that is interested in Raw Underground, this is their jam. So this, maybe they would want to see this. Right, so what because guess what? Though? I like Arturo, so this could be good. Shane is really bad at this. So he, these guys are wrestling each other and you think, oh, look, they're actually trying to do like takeovers and stuff. Okay, this is good. Shane just keeps yelling the same thing over and over. And then... They both spill to the outside and punch people in the crowd. And Shane goes, okay, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? That's sick. That's sick. What? Who's next? What? The match isn't even over. It's not even, it's nothing. What? Who's I next? No rules. I thought this was crazy. And what fighting? They just stopped fighting. What the? Okay. Now, Apollo Crews and Powell's against the Hurt Business in an elimination match. Ali gets eliminated, and I, at that point, I thought the match was over because I forgot it was elimination. Ricochet goes out next, so it's basically Crews in a handicap match against three people. Shelton gets pinned by Crews, and then Cedric runs out of the back to pin Shelton and win the 24-7 title. Okay, don't forget, later on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain how—I'm going to break the system— 
for the 24-7 title. I think this part was one of the worst voiceovers in the history of wrestling. Okay. In this supposedly live show, there's an ad for at the bottom of the screen while this match is going with Tom talking about the t- the Thunderdome, right? Yeah. He talks about it and says it's interactive, blah, 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 SmackDown. He's all excited voice. When we come back to real time, he's in somber or slow voice. It didn't match up. Tom threw to himself and the voices actually overlapped <laughs> for a split second. Uh. Wow. Cruz pins MVP. So it's Cruz against Lashley. Spear, Lashley wins. So wait, let me get this straight, Larry. Shelton Benjamin pinned Apollo Cruz. MVP pinned Apollo Cruz. And now Lashley's pinned Apollo Cruz, but only MVP gets a title shot at Summer. Right. Yeah, because, because Lashley should be involved in a world title. I know. They run down SummerSlam, and I don't care. Uh, backstage, Shane talks to Shayna and her henchies. Oh, you know what that means? That means that. Wow. That means that next must be Raw Underground. Nope. It's a twenty-four-seven title match uns- that they never told us about that I can remember. Maybe they said it. And I just forgot. But already in the ring, Cedric, who's the champ, right? Against yeah, already just, in the ring. Just just became the champion. Okay. He's got a schedule. Fresh champion versus already in the ring Tazawa. Right. So they couldn't so have this So was this scheduled to be who was the champ at the time? I just got scratched in the leg by Wembley. Um, I don't know, but let me... T- right. That's, that's a good point. It could have been truth against Tazawa. You're correct. But here's the, here's the flaw. You know how they suspend the rules during these matches? Here's how every one of these suspended rules matches should go. Tazawa's the challenger, right? Yeah. Low blow to Cedric. They ring the bell. The match is over. Pin Cedric and win. Because you can win after the match. That's true. This is so dumb. They yeah, never even thought about that. Beat them to death with it. <sighs> so stupid. Anyway, Cedric retains. No one cares. Shelton comes out, pay dirt, and he gets his title back. So as if nothing happened here. Um, Next week, it's, oh my God, they're booking a Raw Underground match for the first time. Next week, it's Ivar against Dolph Ziggler. Do you care even the slightest bit about that match? Not one iota. Not one iota. Thank you. Raw Underground again. It's Marina Shafir against the Jobber. She taps out in seconds, so Shafir wins. Larry, all of a sudden, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. I, I want to just just somebody to go, no, it was always there. There's a bell ringing all of a sudden. There's a bell. I don't remember a bell. I remember Shane yelling, stop, stop, stop. It's a- There's a bell now. What? Nia Jax comes in to beat some henchies. She's not supposed to be there. Shayna versus Nia. They start the match. This should be, and there's a bell. Again, like, what did this, where'd this bell come from? This was never there that I could remember. But anyway, they start the match. So we're like, oh my God, no rules. This is going to be something, right? Naya runs away. Okay. I, right now, when this happened, Larry, I, imagine imagine if you, if you went through, took Raw, cut out all the underground, and made that its own show. Imagine what a crap fest that would have been. This... This People is like the away, worst thing I've ever seen. Fight. <laughs> this the show in its in a in a bubble is one of the worst things ever produced. 
Oh, imagine putting it all. Someone needs to put it all together. Yes, just edit it together to as a 15 that. minute show of all the raw undergrounds and you see how bad it is. Yeah, I know. Um, before summer, they say before SummerSlam, watch SummerSlam. Hey, hey, look, look, look at this. We were cool once special with old SummerSlam stuff. That's way better than what we're going to do. They're like, look at these old stars. Who has time for this? Who is going to watch this? No one. I, I can't imagine one. No I one's going to watch it. It's so I can't dumb. imagine one person no, watching no, this. No, it's so dumb. Already in the ring, Andrade against Montez Ford. So guess what? Street Profits have learned zero from that COVID day when they danced around in the crowd a bunch because oh. they do it again. Well, they got in trouble no. Remember how Dawkins does the stir thing? He's stirring up the COVID, getting it everywhere. Um, oh, this match, uh-uh, comes out to take out Zelina Vega and roll up Ford wins. No one cares. Shawn Michaels walks around backstage. Now it's the main event. Shawn Michaels comes out, and he's like all dancing and happy. I thought he was yeah. all somber. Well, okay, it, that's not bad. That's bad. But as he's dancing, they're telling us how he's somber. And feeling bad. Right. They're actually saying it over dancing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's horrible. But then also, he says a weird cryptic thing, which again leads me to believe that I'm right about the theory of SummerSlam because he says, hey, Randy Orton, you're going to lose at SummerSlam, whether it's to a Claymore or to Sweet Chin Music. Why would there be Sweet... What? Is he, is he saying he might be there? Is he saying Drew might use Sweet Chin Music? What is he saying? He's saying he's. I, I assumed he's saying he's going to be there. Okay, well then he's going. He's going to kick Drew in the face. That that pretty much guarantees it. RKO out of nowhere, and the fastest punt I've ever seen ever. Yes, he punts HBK and, and runs away real quick. It's and all then, no soul. And Sean stands up like it's like. Well, at first he doesn't. At first Drew McIntyre runs out and he goes, "Speak to me, speak to me, Sean, Sean the Michaels." I got no, no, no good there. No good accent, but anyway, <coughs> I'm losing my voice. So, Drew comes out and it was too late, so that's enough to make Sean mad, right? Because he said, oh, I let you down, Sean. Now he's let him down a second time. But Sean gets up, so he's, what? I thought punt means you're you're out forever. Oh, it, maybe your career is over. But his already is, so I guess that double counts? I don't know. Um, Orton tries to blindside Drew, but Drew kills him. Well, because you will see it coming because I'm telling you what's happening at SummerSlam. But anyway, um, oh, look, RKO. I didn't see that coming. They did a se- they did a separate RKO to Drew at the end because normally, weird. normally it would be Drew, Drew got the upper hand on Orton. Orton slinks away and then he wins at SummerSlam. But they yeah. tricked us with that last RKO. So we think now Drew might win. He's not going to win. It really, but it came off weird because you're like, am I seeing a recap? A lot of stuff was weird yeah. about it. Also, it what you expect. You know what the other thing you'll never see coming is? Brock Lesnar. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Wink. It's not crazy. No, it's not. Okay, so, um, yeah, that's, uh, wow, that's raw. There you go. That's it. When- that route raw took so long to get through. That raw sapped so the strength out of me. I'll just say that right now. It really did. That's how I felt too. When I, yeah. I and I'm not even making jokes for the show. No, no, no. 
when I saw a half hour's and I know it's only 30 minutes, I literally thought I was going to collapse. I was yeah. sure that it was minutes away from being over. <sighs> yeah. I don't know what to say. God, I hope something strange, ha- at least weird, happens at the pay-per-view. I know. Well, like I said, I gave you some theories there, so there you go. If any one of those happens, I'll be happy. How about that? So, How long are they going to stretch us out? Has it, have they said? No. All I know is because it's virtual fans and it's going to feel more real or like, like a real show, that it's supposed to be longer. And because it's a big four, it's supposed to be a longer show. So we've been really getting lucky with these really short pay-per-views, but I think this one will be a little longer. I don't mind it if it's, you know, if it's decent, but cough, cough, cough. Okay. So, uh, rankings, what do we got? So I got, I got a W SmackDown NXT raw again. We both do. So, now um, it's up to you. A trifecta because exactly. Yeah. And I, I want to, and I, again, I wanted to put NXT last because of football head and Velveteen Dream. But you know what? Raw just like, it was just, it's just, it's too much. It's way too much. It really was. It is a and, complete waste of time. And you, even if you took football head out of NXT completely, yeah. I would have still put SmackDown above. Oh, SmackDown with Joseph Park. And there yeah. were a few things on SmackDown I did like. Even though the the ending was so baffling, I don't really get it, and the retribution stuff was dumb. Um, you know, it had its moments. You can tell there's there's a little bit of inspiration there, but again, what you know what the funniest part of this whole show was when it was Park, AJ, and Hardy in the ring, and it was a TNA reunion. Oh yeah, yeah. As soon as AJ and Parks together yep. made me happy. Exactly. It was so weird. It was like <laughs> I wish next we would see Willow, but we're not going to oh. see him though. I but. wish they would just let them do their own thing and do crazy. I wish they would give Joseph Park 30 minutes I, of SmackDown. I I wish I could contact Joseph Park when he gets released from WWE and ha- make a show about him, now that I said it. Remember, <clears throat> if you can guess the name of this show that I want to produce, it's called Love and Blank. And tell me why it's called that and what it is. If you can tell me what it, you get a $50 prize pack. Whatever. Physical, digital, whatever you want. You tell me. So, first three people, if any. Okay, is that it? Patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. People need to go help us continue with this fun. I would love to do a more retro. I want to do more retro, please. Oh, God, yes. Go to Patreon and become a patron. The more patrons we get, the more uh, our thermometer on the left goes up, and then we can do more retro Everyone wins. Too many poos, we all lose. Hold it in, we all win. So so everybody um, go donate and stuff and like that. And feel bad for us because we have to watch all this bad wrestling. So uh, go to smartwrestlingfan.com and donate at the bottom of the page at the PayPal link below. Um, anything else? No. Okay. I'm going to try to look forward to this. I'm, tr- I'm trying to. Try. We'll see. So, try. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see because it's not all bad. There's hair versus hair. Doesn't have to there be has bad. to be a result there. We get to see the the terror drome or the technodrome or whatever it is. You can <laughs> see that. Welcome to the terror dome. Whatever. That's cool. We get to see um, the fiend. We get, maybe get to see a venom storyline. Maybe we get to see a little twist that you'll never see it coming with the Shawn Michaels turning heel. Whatever. 
starting this oldies faction, like you're saying, there's things that can happen. Let's see if they do happen. So we're gonna we're gonna err on the side of SummerSlam's usually decent. How about that? Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. SummerSlam's usually that. decent. So let's see if it is can this have year. Hope. Yep. <clears throat> so. Okay, that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Until next time, bye, everybody.